0: Hey, everybody, this is Andrew. This is Jack.
1: This is Ryan. And this is Chris. And this is the only podcast that matters. Welcome to Us celebrating, not really, recapping the special breed of hell that was 2016.
0: Domino
2: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Normally (laughs) these shows... Someone put on the pipe music and the chants.
0: 2016 decided to just pick off all of our Who's the the
2: person of the year 2016? Donald Trump. No, it's death. Yeah. (laughs) It's fucking the Grim Reaper. the Grim Reaper. Now, I posted this in our chat between the four of us, and maybe you guys out there in podcast land have heard it. You ever hear the movie The Frighteners? Yes. yes. Okay. Find Brian a- has
0: not. I've no, I've heard of it. I've you've never seen heard, it. You
2: never seen it?
0: No. You're you fired.
2: Yeah, I know. What the I hell? Know, not how, really. How have I seen a movie and you haven't?
0: Yeah, when did, when did you see that? Yeah, movie? Andrew hates
1: movies. Yeah. yeah. And and even well, he's so seen so do it. you.
2: <laughs> I, I watch them. <laughs> I still watch them, though. You I mean, still hate them, though. There's that. Well, But essentially in that movie... Let's not rush to judgment, shall we? <laughs> essentially in that movie, someone takes over the Grim Reaper's job and just goes... A serial killer, I should say, takes over the Grim Reaper's job and just goes around killing random people. And there's numbers on their and heads. And there's numbers on their heads, and only Michael J. Fox can see it. Because he I had like near-death
0: near death experience. Who doesn't like Michael J. Fox?
1: Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That wasn't an answer so much as a sound. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going I'm to take it in the affirmative <laughs> that everybody likes Michael J. Fox. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And that's pretty much what I think is happening right now. Someone has taken over the Grim Reaper's job and is killing random famous people, along with the regular people in the earth. It's
3: like, did you like the 80s? Did you like the 90s? Well, guess what? I'm taking everybody
2: yeah, with guess me. what? I'm Here's a giant bony fist up your ass. Yeah. <sighs> Did you have a
3: childhood? Well, guess what? Not anymore.
2: Yeah, your childhood heroes I, are all dead. I don't remember dead. a
3: year where so many people that we grew up watching or knowing died. I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't remember. You, collectively, you typically like, at from least start to finish in the year.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Big ones, ones that hurt. Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. Like uh, the biggest one before this year for me was Robin Williams. And that course, was how many like, years ago now? Going on three. That was 2014, yeah. Yeah, so that was yeah, three years. And then, of course, was... last year was last year was Lemmy. Even though I'm not a huge personal thing, but still Lemmy. You hear that happen. Of course. And then this year. And we'll go into that thanks to Jack.
0: Jack yes. has written uh, we're gonna, he we're has gonna, has a senior an thesis on 2016. <laughs> thesis. That's
1: right. It's unavoidable, folks. So we will be leading off this episode with dead people. It might be the whole episode.
2: And I, I can't even sing this time. I can't. <clears throat> I can't. Dead people.
0: Dead people. Dead people.
4: Dead people.
3: Dead people. Dead <laughs> people.
1: Ow! Ow! All right. No, really, ow. No, no, really, <laughs> ow. This one fucking yeah, hurt, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every week of the goddamn year. Someone.
2: Someone.
3: So with the dead people segment, I always like to guess out of thin air who died every year, kind of. It's yeah. never really, like, formalized. Yeah, it's kind of like, segment. Oh. So this year, because yeah. this year was so big, I couldn't forget oh, many people. Donna, so like, who's
0: Homer's left? Dead. Let's spin, spin this wheel and see who it lands on this week. Yeah, exactly. Fuck.
3: Yeah. All right. So I have a little thing I want. I've written about two thousand. Just shut up and read it. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's that time for the wonderfully warm, completely disheartening, rage-inducing segment we all love called Dead People. Jack and Reed? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Usually it's fun because... Uh, we can make fun of this. In, in the past, there have been people that nobody yeah. really likes and Jack
1: has got some cruel jokes yeah, for the, yeah. or people everywhere likes like Dick Clark so we, we, yeah. Yeah. Jack just, is just a fucking asshole like about. we had some
0: fun <laughs> with the dead people segments in the past but we, we
1: we're bruised this Yeah, time. yeah fuck you but that's not to say everybody's favorable let's yeah. just start with that that's yeah. true alright but we'll anyway. get there go ahead Jack
3: pull up a chair pop up your feet and get your favorite treat because we're going to be here for a little while <laughs> <laughs> folks if there's hey, one shit. More... smoke if you got them yeah. <laughs> Folks, if there's one word to describe 2016, I don't have it. I said, I have five. Cold hearted devil whore bitch. That's right. 2016 was as cruel as an ex wife's phone call when the alimony is due. But unlike Angelina Jolie, 2016 kills its prey. <laughs> or does she? I don't know. Maybe that's why she's getting divorced. But what am I talking about? I'm not here for celebrity gossip. I'm here to report on the ones whose souls left us this year and made us all wonder why this year had such a grudge against our childhood. The worlds of film, television, and music were significantly impacted by major losses this year. As for politics, this year decided to go with the stance of, well, let them fuck it up for themselves. Thanks. Now we've got Jack Nicholson's Joker going into the White House in 2017. Although I did think Bill Clinton would be on this list on November 9th due to receiving a BJ. This time it would be stamped for Bleeding Jugular, as Hilly would take the closest fountain pen and repeatedly stab the former president over and over again.
4: <laughs>
3: I only stay with you to be president. Now I have nothing. We must appease the Blood Moon King with a sacrifice. <laughs> Well, this is Going Places.
1: Jack, when did you learn to write? <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> we're thoroughly impressed. We're, we're just looking at each other in amazement while you're reading. This is awesome.
3: Anyway, let's get started on reporting our losses for the year. Remember when I said the music industry was coming in at the 11th hour of, with all the losses of Lemmy and Natalie Cole last year on Cape? Well, it just turns out 2016 was just beginning to sharpen its axe and take more of our favorite musicians away from us. Besides being a bitterly cold, painstakingly long month, January 2016 took uh, from us the great David Bowie and Glenn Frey within weeks of each other. Bowie passed away due to cancer, and Frey died due to complications following surgery for gastrointestinal problems. seems 2016 had a grudge against good music, like the parents of those kids who listened to their records in the 1970s. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, let's discuss.
1: Yes. Let's start with uh, the two of them. Um, you know, it's funny, like, in 2016, I will say I've I've come to appreciate how everything uh, we were kind of talking last week about the pendulum swinging kind of back and forth, and in, in the constant updating of everything, where everybody needs to let you know whatever's going on. When we talked about getting back together and doing the show, I didn't want to announce it too far in advance, just because uh, let's tease it, and then all of a sudden, hey, next week everybody, the show's back. And I kind of like that Bowie just they announced like his album and then it dropped.
4: Yeah, on his yeah. birthday,
1: which was awesome. And, and a lot of bands, frankly, did that. Disturbed did it. Avenged Sevenfold, even Beyonce. Everybody just kind of, instead of teasing stuff forever, just like, guess what? Album's coming out. Here's the date. And that's that instead of a whole lot of build yeah. up You're to like, it. And I love that. Bowie did that so much. So I was in the mall here because I was here from New Year's last year. And uh, I was in the mall and I passed by the, the token record store that's left in the county. And, um, that's what it's called. Saw Token the records. saw the vinyl of of Black Star, and I was like, "Holy shit!" That's what David Bowie knew I'm coming out. I forgot. Good for him, man. The dude's in the '60s, still making music. Two days later, I, I remember that it, Monday it was, morning. Yeah, it was right when um, the Golden Globes had just ended. Yeah, and my mother was watching the Golden Globes, and I kind of popped out there because I love Ricky Gervais. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, it came through like David Bowie passed away. I was like, "What the fuck? Yeah, what yep. the fuck?
3: That was like three from the music industry. He's like, "Wow, Natalie Cole." Lemmy and David. Yeah, because it was just coming it off was a, of that. It was I mean, even though a we're, week
1: or two weeks of each other. It was literally two. Yeah, because Lemmy was the, the December twenty eighth. Yeah. yeah, right. And Natalie Cole was right. I don't remember a day or two before or after. I think it was New Year's right. Eve. Or New was, Year's Day. Or I, day year, or I, year. I, I think year. you're, you're time right. right. Time yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was just like what the heck? You're really just like uh, still. And no one thought this is Lemmy was going to die. Yeah, exactly. Who knew Lemmy was going to die? And and with Bowie, it was like. I I kind of have an appreciation for the fact that he kept that he was suffering from cancer, or I should say fighting cancer, quiet, Mm. and didn't make it a public thing. Because Look, look, I lost a friend to cancer who, same thing, kept it quiet from as many people as possible, except for a handful, which included me. At at the time, it it just kind of bothered me, but in in hindsight, even including him, I realized, well, yeah, because it's going to be the first question everyone's going to ask you, if they know you have cancer, how are you? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Don't bother How me. is everything? Yeah, exactly. Right. So I get not coming coming forward. Yeah, like it's going to come out after you're dead, but like having to deal with that, I get it. And I feel like that would just make the person not feel worse, but now it becomes your kind of defining characteristic if it's the yeah. first thing people talk to you now, about. Now,
2: Glenn was from the Eagles. The, the Eagles. Eagles. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I don't remember. <laughs>
1: yeah. I know. I was just. I was waiting to hear what you were going to say. I was like, "Oh, Edra, please say." Yeah. Now, Glenn was the. F- so there were, There was the one, one who left sing- and made one. room for Ringo, right? <laughs> so there
0: was. There was an interesting meme that went around after the death of David Bowie, Alan Rickman, and Lemmy. Where it was like the three of them, yeah. and they're all they're all flipping off the camera. It was like one of those fuck cancer memes. Yes, yep. yes. Oh, yeah. I couldn't help but notice in that very specific meme, like David Bowie had a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and also Lemmy was a, was a known torturer of his body. <laughs> so I mean, at least with <laughs> who, those two, who, who claims I was like that was an interesting choice of meme, uh, <laughs> right. particularly with the David Bowie shot, where I'm like, well, <laughs>
2: well, Lemmy, and, and he might have done that to Grant, himself. We, we, we
1: did talk about Lemmy on my show last year, but I mean, it is he did say in his autobiography that. A doctor told him, "Clean blood will kill him." So do not get <laughs> yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. right, so don't. Which is funny, um, but was, yeah, with, both, with the yeah with the cigarette. I mean, and once upon a time, everybody did smoke, and Glenn Glenn Fry probably did too. Um, yeah. Let me say this though about Glenn Fry, because I'd already seen the History of the Eagles documentary, which is fantastic. If everybody oh, hasn't that was seen great. it, yeah. it's awesome. It's like three hours. It's two parts. It's really long, but really thorough and great. Oh, overall, and actually, a nice balance to it was. Um, The book written by Don Felder about his time in the Eagles, who left around 2001, 2002, I think, kind of gives a more balanced perspective when you take that in conjunction with uh, the History of the Eagles documentary, which is great. But let me say this, Glenn Fry and Don Henley seemed like absolutely no fun. Never, yeah, see strict, never see them smile i mean look if that contributed to their success great but i just look at them and i'm like they never look even in the in the vintage like the 70s footage never One smiling of never fun. Albums was called no fun allowed actually yeah no shit yeah how appropriate was that but and it's like you're in a band with joe walsh nicknamed the clown prince of rock and roll yeah. and you're still just not smiling there's a the stick out of your ass <laughs> t- yeah on top of the fact that you uh, the, the two of them are the most laughable Don Henley and Glenn Frey when it comes to Eagles cuz you know in in the 70s it's like you know <laughs> Glenn Frey has the long the mustache and the long hair and everything Food it's like too. prototypical like California mm-hmm. you know guitar player in a band and everything Don Henley's got the kind of Jufro happening and he's on the drums Shit. and you know had a mustache <laughs> that came and went all of a sudden, flip the switch onto the '80s, and they're wearing pastel sport coats, yeah. and they got <laughs> slick back hair, clean shaven. It's like, what the fuck? It's That's admittedly my favorite movie.
3: era of Don
1: Henley and Glenn Frey, though. No, I agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got "You Belong to the City," "The Heat Is On," and uh, an episode of Miami Vice, <laughs> and, uh, and Don Henley. Was well, Don Henley's still pretty alive, big. Yeah, so we're not going to we're not going to yeah. we're going to spend too much time t- praising him. Yeah, I don't know. They just seemed like no fun. To me. I, I like the Eagles, of course, but. I just, they, they just seemed like absolutely no fun, so it's kind of <laughs> like, there are probably photos of them smiling, but I bet they're hard to find.
2: They're worth more money. <laughs> and David
1: Bowie, yeah, like, I was never huge into Bowie either. Like, there are a lot of songs I like, but I wish, like, I read this thing on my show that my cousin wrote about what it was like seeing David Bowie uh, perform on a, on a late night show and just thinking he was l- a legitimate alien. No, Like, just he, looking yeah. at him on TV, like, never he seen anything us. like that. It's like, who the fuck is this? And how blown away it was. And it's one of those things I kind of wish, like, wow, we've, we've kind of lost that. Like, I kind of pine for, for that era where, like, everything was new and you could be surprised by things. That never had an impact on me. I love a ton of David Bowie songs. Um, he, he never had – he more of an impact on me, of course, being in Jim Henson's Labyrinth, obviously. <laughs> and a great cameo in The Prestige because I love it's The true. Prestige. It's a great movie. But anyway, uh, let's move on with the, with the torture, shall we?
3: Not to be outdone, in the world of film, January 2016 took from us the wonderfully talented Alan Rickman upon hearing the news my heart dropped like a german terrorist from the 30th floor of a building and began to wonder why this year was being so cruel so quickly like the evil bitch you get as a substitute teacher when the fun teacher you had leaves for greener pastures after two months of the school year (laughs) also january 2016 everyone's and by everyone i mean mine and ryan's favorite movie mayor david lenny margulies passed away at age 78 Here's hoping he and Figueroa LaGuardia continue that wonderful conversation they had in
1: 1989. <laughs> oh, that's good, Jack. <laughs> Damn. Yeah,
0: that, that one hurts. Yeah, David Margulies. Yes, Not more than Alan Rickman. Bullshit. Not yeah. more than Alan Rickman. Yeah, I mean, but 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 Alan uh, Rickman was... You know, Alan, almost like, half of us voted shot. for Lenny. But but, almost half of us. Yeah. yeah. But,
1: but Tron- Alan Rickman, Jesus Christ. That was when I... In the, my brief time spent in California before eventually coming back here, as I, I talked about last week, um, the day after I landed, I woke up to a message from your wife, Veronica, Andrew. Everything. I was like, get the fuck out. Oh my God. Yeah, I heard God. that at
3: 8.15 in the morning. Yeah. yeah. My coworker yeah. told me. And I, was like, I That was, that was no. a message
1: I woke up to. And I was no. like, no, no fucking way. same was, thing.
2: She was, sad. My of wife, course. she was, she was fucking. I well, mean, She's such
1: a, she's such a potter head. Yeah, That's why. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, even even aside from Die Hard and all the other wonderfulness that Alan Rickman bestowed upon the world, mm-hmm. Severus, She was Snape. mostly well, she, he, for Harry he, Potter. He, yeah, exactly,
2: he, he's and known just, as Snape. He was funny. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh he was uh, so yeah. friggin' funny. Kevin Smith said Kevin Smith has lost two major stars as he's worked with this year, at least Carrie Fisher and and Alan Rickman. And yeah, he's, he's he is. Mourned both of them on his <laughs> social media profiles.
1: We all did. I mean, that's just, you know, like Ryan said. The memes were floating around. It's like and everybody from fucking cancer. Every yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that's and it's what, like, that was
3: the big, and it that was, was the big private too. Again, yeah. you didn't know. And, he was yeah, suffering. you didn't. Nobody knew about Alan all
1: Rickman. around the same age. Glenn Frey, David. Yeah, Belly, everyone's in their 60s. sixty-nine years old. But, yeah, uh, and if, it's one even at that at that point in the year. Now this is just what like mid-January. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I, it really fucked me up because my I mean, in 2016, both my parents are now in their seventies. And uh, I thought, oh, it's one of the things that's just bothered me about them, aside from me getting older, them getting older, where it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, these people, like, it, it just freaks me out the more I think about it, just thinking, like, God, you know, they're, they're even younger than my parents, and they're dying of cancer. It's just one that's of the things awful. that's really, really gotten to me. But, yeah, man, right. Alan Rickman, what the... F- that was, yeah, he was, he was way too young. Yeah. He
0: really was. And while we were on the subject of uh, David Margulies from Ghostbusters, we also lost, and this is a little bit off the beaten path... We lost Alice Drummond too, who actually played the librarian oh, in the yeah, opening yeah. scene of Ghostbusters. She also oh, died you're this right. year too. She did. Just she very, in a... very recently, yeah, within the last uh, month or two.
1: She was in a hundred movies too. I was, yeah. I've seen her in a bunch of things. She's like a character actress. It was right. Just, you, you know her by You've face seen from, her yeah. Yeah, yeah from Ghostbusters forward. Like you, you can name a bunch of things. I can name a bunch of movies I saw her in. Right. Yeah, that's true. Wow, I forgot so about that. So we lost
0: two from Ghostbusters this year. Oh. Yeah.
1: Anyway, all right, Jack. You can it's move like the on with the, with, the, with the misery.
3: Abe Vigoda died this year, and I thought I would have. One of us would have said that twenty-five years ago, but instead, 2016 <laughs> came to collect. <laughs> Vigoda was four hundred and fifty-two years old at the time of his passing. <laughs> You're
4: I, a bastard, Jack.
3: <laughs> whatever. Oh, come on. That dude was born old.
2: <laughs> he came out paying taxes. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Joe Alasky, the voice of many of our favorite WB cartoon characters in recent years, such as Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Sylvester the Cat, and a plethora of others that most 12 year olds don't know nowadays, died in February as well. Man, I hate today's youth. Big Ange, star of Mob Wives, passed away earlier this year, but don't take it from me. I'll let Andrew handle this one. No, oh, thank Christ, I fucked right, Time's up, Andrew. You disgust me. How dare you call her a Yeti? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's,
2: that's an insult to Bigfoot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
3: The picture when I pulled that up was just fucking terrifying. I was like, what is this?
4: <laughs>
3: oh, there it is. There it is. There's the laugh. She should have been a professional wrestler. That's what she should have been. She could have been. <laughs> Duke, a.k.a. Tony Burton, passed away earlier this year, best known for being Apollo Creed's manager in the Rocky films. He was awesome. Intimidating. He was one of the unsung heroes of conquering communism in the United States speaking of 1985 Nancy Reagan passed away earlier this year and wish she just said no i wish 2016 just said no to killing famous people It was a hard day's night on March 9th of this year when George Martin, famous producer of the Beatles, passed away. He was arguably one of the finest producers in all entertainment in in the United Kingdom. One of Canada's greatest entertainers, Rob Ford, former mayor of Toronto, also passed away (laughs) in March 2016. Dr. Roxo of Metalocalypse was said to be a huge fan.
1: (laughs) George Martin, didn't he write Game of Thrones? (laughs) No, he's writing 2016. That's what he's writing. Uh, <laughs> I did see one floating around that said uh, "Since George R. R. Martin wrote uh, 2016 can we have J.K. Rowling write <laughs> 2017 <Right? laughs> fuck uh, here's hoping
3: comedy pioneer Gary Shanley passed away in March 2016 as well truly a sad moment in comedy as we lost another great one and someone who was way ahead of their time in regards to the content he created comedy also lost another Titan as Doris Roberts America's favorite TV, gr- TV grandmother passed away in the spring
1: yeah yeah, okay. that's true and, and Clark Griswold's mother that's yes, right. true. Yeah, and v- Christmas Vacation.
3: Yes. Now, I'm not a huge Everybody Loves Raymond fan, but she was fucking hilarious in the episodes I saw. Everybody uh, except Raymond boiled. is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> she
0: was
1: Ellen's mother, wasn't she? Oh, which, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. she, was, she was... Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. She was... Yes, I'm mother. sorry. She's Beverly D'Angelo's mother. You're, right, you're yeah. absolutely right. And, um, and also... Yeah, mother. <laughs> yeah, Gary. <laughs> yeah. What? Also, Everybody Loves Raymond. Ah? Yeah. Who's mother? That's that's Dan's forte. I can't do a good... I can't do a good... <laughs> Ray Romano voice. And um, Gary Shandling, that was a, another one. Like who knew? I mean, not that he was currently active or something. It wasn't somebody like, just for the sake of uh, picking another comedy partner, like Joan Rivers, who was yeah. constantly working and had a full calendar ahead of her uh, yeah. when she died. Uh, Gary Shandling was a bit quieter in, uh, in recent years, apart from being in Iron Man 2, and I think he was in... He was in, he Winter Pop Sol- up in, yeah, in Winter, Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier. Yeah, that was it. He, he kind of popped up in there, um, and just revealed recently that um, it was a clot in his lung. Apparently, that is that what it was? was? He had some yeah. blood clots. Yeah, that that caught up. To- and again, it's sixties. I mean, yeah. yeah.
3: Have you ever watched the Larry Sanders Show? Or because I know, like, researching it after he passed. Mm-hmm. like, Wow, this was different. Well, yeah, Way it was, different it, than it, it, it's something else was doing at the
1: time. I'd probably find it funnier now, having worked on a few talk shows, yes. especially. I'm sure I would find some of the the inside humor funny. I mean, it was always. Loved by comedians And obviously yeah. uh, industry people Because it was kind of like What goes on behind a talk show It was on HBO Like when we first got HBO When I was like 13 and, and But I never you- I never watched I was too occupied with Tales from the Crypt And anything <laughs> with titties And yeah. uh,
3: was Gar- was it the Gary Shanley show That was the one about the sitcom Was that it? I All think right. so Okay I think that so was, like, that, that was, was before our time called, I think. That was different Because that was like In the peak of 80s sitcoms It was like a satire Oh yeah was, Of the sitcoms it? Yeah Yeah like Which is perfect. Behind the scenes and everything else. So and it was yeah. So different. In, in both doing. those ways.
1: Yeah. Definitely ahead of his time.
3: On April 20th, Joni China Lauer passed away after a long battle with depression, substance abuse, and a tumultuous life in the spotlight. Before that, she was a trailblazer in the world of professional wrestling. If you don't know what kind of pioneer she was in the wrestling industry, do yourself a favor and seek her out. If you find something else outside of wrestling, you've gone too far. But don't take it from me. One Night in China is one of Andrew's favorites. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> no no, no fuck yeah. I thought it was with Chinese chicks. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs>
1: yeah. that was with actual Asian chicks. She used to shop in a store I worked in uh, when I lived in California 2007, 2008. Yeah. She she horrible, I saw her a couple of times. She time. had a horrible life, though. She yeah. did. After no, she, she had a horrible life. After she left
3: the WWE life. in 2001, her life just spiraled out of control. Yeah. Pretty Horror, much She wanted yeah.
2: to fucking commit suicide with a shotgun. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. She her, her, her...
3: did find out recently with her toxicology report that it was a, an a, overdose. Overdose. And it, yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, uh, she did it to herself. So yeah. oh really it, was it wasn't an accident. It, was, it was pretty much suicide <sighs> it's fucking sad man. Yeah. that is sad she really did live like a really shitty life after like yeah. the last 15 years of her life and she was
1: this year's Farrah Fawcett because <laughs> not too long after yeah. what a day later yep well this is heavy doc
3: one day later, his purple majesty, Prince Rogers Nelson, was found dead at his home in Paisley Park due to complications with an illness. I can go on about how many hits this man had, but then it would be longer than a segment would be allowed to be. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, that was one that literally rocked the yeah. world. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Bowie was... Not since Michael Jackson. Yeah, musically, yeah. yeah. Well, not since Robin, I would say. Like, Bowie okay, was the yeah, big yeah. one that was really, like, throughout the world... And then three months later, it's Prince, and that had just as big an effect, probably bigger. Because I, think so. I would say
2: bigger. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, <coughs> at the same time, he's he had, also a notorious he, wacko.
2: Well, that besides, but, but like he. He not only performed, but he also ghost wrote for other artists and all kinds of things. He
1: sold songs off all the time to other artists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he owned a bunch of other artists' catalogs. I mean, he probably wrote the music anyway. I think he
0: affected uh, people more than than Bowie did in general. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I actually said...
0: People, like, everyone knows who David Bowie is, but as as far as fandom is
1: concerned, I, I feel like... People would relate more to. Prince. I feel like he was he was an equivalent to, to Bowie in that the reinvention of himself, the, right. the, the eclectic nature, yeah, yeah, the, the very, creativity. very yeah. I feel yeah. like there's, a, the there's a, a lot of parallels with other
3: artists bringing up other artists too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And one of his uh, ex-girlfriend, Vanity, passed away this year too. Like yeah, his, oh yeah. Yeah, one of yeah
1: that's true. She was. I that. think she was in his band for a little while too. Yeah. Well, she was in Vanity Six, I know, which was a, a separate thing. I think he produced or wrote for them or what have you. Yeah, man, it was like even that was crazy, and that's one of the things where people are still yeah. a- adjusting to it and kind of responding to it. I mean, that's a huge, huge loss. Having said that, it, I mean there have always been stories about Prince just being nuts. I mean, as yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Pendulant talked about how when um, he and Teller were on uh, Muppets Tonight, which was a Disney Channel revival of the Muppets in the '90s, Prince had been on the week before, and and the, the staff was so. Worn out from the difficulty of him, they were relieved because Penn and Teller were so cool because it was yeah. less like he, you know, if he wanted a sip of water, he, you would have to open a bottle for him. He'd take a sip and then he would never drink from that one again, so you had to dump it out. His writer um, must have oh, been oh, ridiculous. Yeah, well, Weird oh, Al sure. tells a story that in the '80s, mm-hmm. and Prince had always turned him down for parody. Oh no, yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah so, anyway. so he was never able to parody Prince, um, except in the video for UHF, where he kind of parodies him. Um, on stage in Purple Rain at the end with, when Doves Cry with the wig kind of getting out of the tub yeah, <laughs> you know like yeah, a, yeah. in that video but it wasn't actually um, no he couldn't parody a song Prince would never give him permission to do it and he never did it without permission yeah. legally he could have done it but he never wanted to do it without no, permission he, he, he's always he good like that um, but there was a thing where he said uh, the year he was nominated for a Grammy at some point in the mid 80s um, that he got a letter from Prince's camp 'Cause he was seated in the same row as Prince. Do not address him, do not look him in the eye, do not talk to him, do all that other stuff. And apparently everybody in that row Got, got the, the letter from Princess Cap, and it's like, wow, what a that's tremendous, crazy, what a douchebag. Yeah, exactly. What a, yeah. che- I'm sorry, like that's that's just being a huge douchebag. And mm-hmm. people are like, yeah, but he's a genius. That doesn't mean you can be an asshole. No. Sorry, exactly. no. it doesn't give you a free pass. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I feel the same way about Steve Jobs. Like, yeah, but he was a genius. Okay, but he was still a fucking asshole yeah. to people. Like, that doesn't make and it the whole okay.
3: Artist formerly known as Prince bullshit, where he's or the mm-hmm. symbol,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, there was what a bit am of I there was to call you? pretension yeah. about him too, um, and there was a bunch of weird things because of how he was suffering. Like he couldn't have, um, I don't know if it was a blood transfusion or, or any kind of um, blood work done because his like beliefs. Witness, yeah, because it, yeah. it was his his belief um, yep. that that he couldn't or something. It's like, well, if, if that's gonna, if you're gonna die because of that, then how into your beliefs are you? I mean, that just seems like it is. I mean, even like with the people like, oh, addiction. Eh, He wasn't addicted. He didn't really seem like that guy. He was way too on the ball to be addicted. But I mean, (laughs) uh, it's actually one of the things that Dr. Drew was talking about, too. These combinations of medications that are not good together that counteract after you have surgery or people are being treated for different things. I mean, it's happened to a bunch of people. I mean, Brittany Murphy, said, was the same thing. Heath Ledger, you know, all these different things. Wasn't Michael Jackson that, too? Uh, well, that was being prescribed stuff that probably wasn't necessary. I mean, yeah. supposedly, yeah. we not know. So it was like know. Elvis, almost, where Elvis was just... Yeah, where it's like all, all this... Th- yeah, it's all this stuff. Th- and who's going to say no? Yeah. That's the other thing. But at the same time, this, it is kind of the doctor's responsibility. Like, really? Anyway... Well, we're only in April or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mid-April. Well, I know we've
3: had some laughs and some jokes, but it gets a little somber here with some mm-hmm. of the other recent deaths. Uh, about a month later, we lost icon Muhammad Ali as he passed away after a long documented battle with Parkinson's disease. Ali fought bravely and was an inspiration to many men and women for generations. His fight with Joe Frazier is the stuff of legend. The champ, the greatest, whatever you want to call him, will always be remembered. Um, in the world of awful tragedy, this is going to get a little somber, uh, Christina Gramey was unfortunately and senselessly murdered at a concert in Orlando, Florida on June 12th, just t- under 24 hours prior to another senseless mass shooting in Orlando at a nightclub which killed 50 people.
0: Yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, yeah that was. I just she was signing autographs <coughs> for fans, and the guy just walked her, up and right? walked shot, him, shot, shot her. And yeah.
1: then in the struggle to take him down, shot himself. Yeah.
0: Right. Fucker.
1: Yeah, like one, one of her brothers Why? was able was, to tackle and yeah, <laughs> yeah, tackle the guy yeah. and all that, but yeah. he, he took he himself out.
0: He was just obsessed with her. Basically, so case. Case. He's, he's, another, he's another
1: nutcase who everybody believes like, should like be entitled like to have Lennon. a gun. Like right? Lennon. It was
0: one of those obsessed Pretty fans, and, yeah. and it was yeah. like no one else can have her. So no,
2: yeah, exactly. If, if I can't have her, you can't have her. So mm. you fucking. Shoot. Or just or, 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 what was she like? Or, or, Twenty-two, or something 22 like that. Twenty-two
1: years old. New Jersey native.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Was that the the yeah. tita- titanium? Was that the song? What the fuck was her song? I
1: don't know. She was no. on... Was it The Voice? She, yeah, yeah, she was on The Voice. I'm not Voice, sure what... But she, honest, was, she was
0: like a YouTube star before that. Yeah. And, like did the, a lot of cover songs and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Very
1: talented. And then she ended up on The Voice and then... Right. And was... Yeah. It, yeah, just finished concert. Was was doing a meet and greet with fans. This guy just walked up and... Blew her brains and out. And shot her, yeah. yeah. Uh, so and yeah, Muhammad Ali was one that it's like, man... Talk about... He's strong, strength and and yeah, you know masculinity, yeah. all those things that he stood for at the time. I mean, it's. It, I and,
2: love what you know, going back and I, I'm not a boxing fan. I never was. I'm not an MMA fan at all. But you go back and you watch him fight, and part of you goes, "Yeah, I wonder why he got Parkinson's," and the other part goes, "He's fucking dodging all that shit." Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, he wasn't Float a like he, a butterfly. He was, was a God linebacker. True. Yeah. yeah, like a bee. Par, apparently, Parkinson's is something that has to do with um is an environmental thing, not as much a an yeah, injury-oriented injury thing. Yeah. I mean,
2: not like con- convulsing yeah, like Michael J. Fox. <sighs> yeah, like
1: it, yeah, a, right. a bunch of people in his pocket of Canada who worked on a certain show during a certain time ended up with Parkinson's mm. because of a some some kind of radiation that, or something yeah. in the environment that um, yeah. triggers it, I guess. I don't know if it's something you need to be genetically predisposed. But still, I'm not sure there's still a lot of stuff to be figured out. But no, it wasn't for getting hit in the head. Fucking no. no, he yeah, was not. But, no, but, no, even, but his, was, even his stances, like it, not, not wanting to go and and fight overseas mm-hmm. like a, right. a country who does not, you know, but just to stand up at that era. Yeah, exactly. Huge, even to change his name to Muhammad yeah. Ali. Mm-hmm. Come yeah. the fuck yeah, on. I mean, clear. that yeah. would that would not be embraced today. No. Let way. alone no. 50 no. years, 40 years oh, ago. No, I don't remember re- exactly re- when revolt. it was. But, yeah, yeah, people in, would like, lose their the civil shit. Rights. Yeah, yeah I mean, that was too. during yeah, Vietnam. Yeah, if Cam yeah. Newton wanted to become Muhammad Ali, had there been no Muhammad Ali, there'd be fucking huge backlash. And at the time, it was like... Colin Kaepernick there. Yeah. I mean, look, one of one of my friends, his father's immigrant from ireland and muhammad ali was his hero <laughs> like i mean it's culturally i mean yeah, i can exactly. imagine the impact he, transcended he has just, and, uh, he did everything he, he Race, did he religion, totally no matter what it was he, he totally her transcended we can't fully appreciate it because we weren't <coughs> around no right you know yeah. during his you know his the, his peak yeah his heyday
3: uh, it's only going to get a little bit worse from here because a week later on June 20th, Anton Yelchin passed away at the age of 27 years old
2: in a and horrible, horrible way to today. Bizarre, malfunction yeah, yeah. with his
3: car that causes fatal injuries. Uh, so yeah. bizarre, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Didn't
2: he just get done film or no? Well, that's it. Star Trek. Uh, it was, his it was career done.
3: was on an upswing with his expanded role in Star Trek Beyond mm-hmm. um, and his critically acclaimed film earlier this year called Green Room. Um, when he was taken from us too soon,
2: that was with Patrick, yeah. uh, Patrick Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart.
3: Yeah. 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 Stewart. yeah it really like more than anybody makes you think what could have been yeah he well, has and re- and 29 he also, and he, i think 27 27 years old just
2: just uh, to describe to you guys he wow. has that story with uh, called troll hunters that was just premiered on uh, netflix they i guess they had done the voice acting before the show the actual animation had finished because in the second episode they actually put a tribute up to him
1: Oh, did they really? He, he, yes, they did. Oh, good. Yeah, he did a voice. No, I was aware He's the voice of one of the main characters, as far as I know. I believe he completed the, the majority of his work in that. Yeah. I don't know if he was 100% done, but obviously with animation, they can work around it. Exactly. And give other people his dialogue and but, kind of make it work. But, but yeah,
2: no, I, I'm, I look at that because I, I was watching it because it's, it's DreamWorks. It's, it's good DreamWorks quality. Like, it's up there with How to Train Your Dragons. So I started watching it, and I'm like, I know that name. Where did that? And I looked it up. Like, no. holy fuck! Check off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. What, what are the chances of something
0: like that? It, it's into a freak Pings accident to a freaking mailbox. Yeah, and yeah. No
1: they're one are. was there. No one was there. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I man.
3: love those new JJ. The well, the JJ era Star Trek films. I mm-hmm. love those. And now they're so much fun. Yeah, and watching uh, watching Beyond, I loved it. But it was also a little sad watching it too. It's like, this is the last Knowing
1: time that yeah. all of them will be Especially because yeah. they did give him right. a much and more it, pronounced part than uh, he yeah. had. Right. I mean, they did with everybody, and but in it in was the nice credits, to it see says, him shine. So,
3: like, right after the main credits yeah. for Anton, I was just, it kind of hit me really, really hard. Yeah. In the
1: theater. yeah. Was, that got huge applause. Well, I saw Star Trek Beyond twice in the theater, yeah. and it got huge applause both times, which was awesome. Yeah. That was really, really cool. The Damn people, shame. Like, so crazy. Yeah. And same, by the way, for the Monday. Um, before What was it December 12th Okay so two weeks Before Christmas Just about um, When I went and saw Die Hard in the theater yeah, uh, Huge round of applause When Al Rickman Was revealed At that point When everyone's You know All the terrorists yeah. Coming out of yeah, the truck Coming out of the truck And you yeah. know That kind of part And all of a sudden He's front and center yeah. Huge applause for that And huge applause When his name came on screen That must have been magical At the, at the front credit uh, The big opening credits Rather yeah, I man. love those was... those fan moments when you're yeah. when you're there. Everybody just appreciates so much. It was, and it's every. Yeah. There, there wasn't anybody who was like, "Good, oh, Alan Rickman gone. It's about time." Yeah. No, 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 and they would have been killed anyway. And nobody was making Abe Vigoda like jokes. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> what? He was still alive? Yes, he was.
0: And the fact that, like, mm-hmm. he, that was so good—that was his first movie. Can you yeah. imagine? Hard. Yeah. Can
1: you imagine? Forget, forget One hit of the, the greatest movie villains he had of a all fucking time. Motorcycle. Well, yeah, that's what they
0: said in um, Hans Gruber. That's our, our favorite, <laughs> yeah. the uh, the yeah. honest trailer.
1: They're like, "Wait, to hit the ground running, Rickman." Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, well, wait, this was his first movie? What? <laughs> well, that was the first yeah. time there was really like a charismatic, likable villain. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the only other two that really get talked about since then were Heath Ledger's Joker and Loki. Right, right now, yeah. like those yeah, are the only ones where people like, like yeah. they're villains, but they're likable, sort of yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh yeah, Hans Gruber is because it's just he, he says these funny things. You know he's terrible. I mean, uh-huh. ultimately he's a thief, right? Yeah. So he's not. I mean, even though he you know shoots Takagi just in cold blood, yeah, yeah, even though you know he's obviously a terrible guy, right? <laughs> you are still there's a part of you that's <laughs> so amused just so by, him. by him. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. right. I it's great. Gun. Yeah, so um, good. I must have missed 60 oh. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Yippee! Do you
2: spray uh, everyone who comes in your room with fire-retardant chemicals?
0: Of, <laughs> he was just so awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah he was. Oh, was so so great. many lines that he I'm had. sorry. We have, we this got got is one so of the, the worst know. ones of the year. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. All right, Jack. All right. Carry on with the bastardom. Yeah. <laughs> of oh, 2016, not
3: you. Yeah. Yeah. Necessarily. Um, Mickey Rooney and his son, Teddy, passed away earlier this year. Who did? Mickey Rooney. Rooney. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Yeah. Also, in regards to entertainers that gathered the family together, Gary Marshall, creator of all the shows you watched on and Night back in the heyday, passed away in August. Now, who's going to finish the holiday cinematic universe? (laughs) Uh, On the opposite end of TV icons, Miss Cleo died. But you didn't see that oh, coming yeah Wink,
0: wink <laughs> <laughs> Jack Call her yes, number A bastard Man,
1: you know what's funny? I had in, in uh, fall of 2012 I got the audiobook book for um, Gary Marshall's autobiography My Happy Days in Hollywood Yeah uh, Which I was like, this is gonna be fucking awesome And I never It's one of those I went through my audio books and realized I'd never listened to it And then he died and It was the first thing I listened to, obviously I just put yeah. that book on my iPod And, and started listening to it Yeah but, yeah, his movie's not great. I mean, Towards I'm sure his end, peak yeah. was, was Pretty Woman. Yeah. I mean, nobody's really saying, Which like, hey, what about seen. that Runaway Bride? I've never seen Pretty Woman. <laughs> it's, it's a chick flick. It's yeah. not. Yeah, you're not really missing much. Uh, yeah, it's not yeah. bad. As an actor, but, like, he was fucking movie, great. movie, he that
3: fucking Mother's Day movie. It's like, yeah, for God's I know. sakes, Gary. Mother's Day, New
1: Year's sakes. Eve, Valentine's Day. He did all those. All the
3: movies Ryan saw <laughs> Yeah, all those yeah, movies I that probably saw ben? half of those oh, yeah. fantastic
1: <laughs> May yeah, Ryan Misty Oh, yeah. man oh, Let me let me tell you man. You know, why uh, I completely forgot uh, about like Miss Cleo <laughs> <so bad>. along, <laughs> She was more shocked <laughs> than anyone <laughs> <Along> with... <laughs> <laughs> You forgot about her along with everybody else Yeah, yeah I mean I was, I haven't heard the name Miss Cleo in like 14 well, I mean, no. years yeah. I mean, I can't even tell you the last time yeah. I was aware of her
3: Between episodes of South Park and The Daily <laughs> Show That's the only time I saw her Mickey Rooney, too Right, at like 3 o'clock in the morning You'd see the commercials
1: Mickey Rooney back in the day was a huge stick man. You know, because he was a star. Young, yeah. rich, cute, looked like a little kid. Yeah, man. He was one of those dudes who was, was a major ass wrangler back in the day. <laughs> ass wrangler. But at the same time, was he was nice. like. He kept working. He was yeah, one of those guys who just did was. anything. How, how old was he? You didn't take that down, uh, did I you? I didn't take that you down. Fuck. Four hundred sixty-seven. He was years. old. Yeah, he was older than Vagoda. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, he was in his nineties, though, for sure. He didn't have those eyebrows, though, like yeah. Abe Vigoda said. <laughs> <laughs> who did? Maybe <laughs> Scorsese. Maybe <laughs> oh, Scorsese. Yeah, please. Somebody put Scorsese yeah. in bubble wrap. We need right. eyebrows. Yeah. We need the, the charismatic eyebrows
0: to survive. Yeah. I think my first memory of Abe Vigoda's uh, eyebrows. I like, who was in? Um, Look who's talking. Yes. I believe he <laughs> was Don yes! Travolta's dad. Oh yeah. yeah. Not the Godfather. And I remember that the kid was like. Because eyebrows, remember? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit, those are some eyebrows." <laughs> That's one of those things where you have to wonder if it was genuine. If the kid actually right. just reached for the eyebrows, like, what's and a caterpillar? They just kind of went with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you would have to, right? I mean, how can you ignore it? It's like, come on, man. It's yeah. like if a kid grabbed for my nose, what am I going to do? just be like, "Hey, what's this about?" You right? You know, come on. I used to love look who's talking. It was one of my favorite movies. I bet when you I was still do. Yeah. I bet you still do. Yeah. You think yeah. so? I, I yeah. think you do. Ah, well, you know, <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen it in a very exactly. long time, but that, that doesn't mean I, I d- might watch it now. So there's no love lost. <laughs> no. Right.
0: <laughs> Bruce Willis is the voice of the kid. He does. Yeah, that's right. He does. That's Bruce that's Willis. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Who's in the second one? Who's the voice in who's talking to?
3: I think it's Roseanne.
0: Roseanne, Roseanne Yeah. And
1: yeah. then the th- and then the third one because was you know, um, Danny beat DeVito and Danny DeVito and Diane Keaton were the were the dogs. Uh, Which is the right. funny, that was the thing I laughed at, even back then, like when Pulp Fiction came out, it's like, it's a comeback for Travolta. He was just in three movies. Yes, like, right. He was just in a franchise. What is it coming yeah. back from? Yeah, yeah. totally. Like, the dude's doing fine.
3: Like, he's, in, he's in a talking
1: baby and talking dog movie every other yeah, year. Yeah, billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, like, he's, he's hammering jet. He, totally. He's hammering checks. Good for him.
3: Well, here's another punch in the childhood. Both the man who built R2-D2, Tony Dyson, and the man under the dome, Kenny Baker, were both lost this year. Yes. Uh, it's pretty ironic. Two unsung heroes of the of creating this character created the greatest unsung hero of the entire Star Wars saga, which is what R2-D2 is. He knows everything.
2: Yeah. That's that, true. That's why they had to censor him in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he can't
1: I love that video
2: where they, they caption his beeps yes. and bloops. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, God. It's, I've never oh, seen it's, that. It's like a three,
3: four-minute video. It's mostly like the prequels. He's making fun of Anakin Skywalker. He's, he's like, you think I'm
2: oh. fucking mad? What the fuck are you talking The big red one. No, the big fucking red one. It's, it's just, <laughs> You hear him, but you seek subtitles. Right, good. of course.
1: No, that's a good idea. I'm surprised. <laughs> well, it, it probably is like, seven years old at this point. I was going to surprise someone didn't do it sooner. Mm. Man, that's good. <laughs>
3: and in August 2016, we lost Gene Wilder in uh, a very yeah. long battle with Alzheimer's disease and most of us here can attribute a lot of our comedy influence from oh, movies sure. like Stir
2: Crazy. Uh,
1: Blazing, Blazing Saddles. Saddles. Cena Which Wavily. Young my wife
2: has never fucking seen. And we will rectify that. Yeah. We need to. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we will. What? Blazing Saddles. Oh, my, my wife yeah, with her crazy. father yeah. has never seen Blazing Saddles. We yeah, were in I don't, California when that, that happened. Yeah, we were, we, were, up, we,
1: were, we were sitting together. Dining on some delicious
2: Del Taco. Yeah.
3: And, del taco. When uh, mm.
1: it came through, and Jack saw it on Twitter, and we were like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Because it's one of those things, like, not that Jack's not trustworthy. But, yeah. I mean, he's mostly, right. he mostly is. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Jack, like, Jack would fact check
0: on yeah. something like that. And, and yeah. even
1: with, with the year up to that point, we were still like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Jack's it not He's like not falling again. for the Ryan and I look at each other like it checks out. <laughs> like, yeah gene wilder did die and yeah again same thing quietly nobody mm-hmm. knew he had alzheimer's or anything like that i actually saw um in god when was it i want to say november can't remember exactly i'd have to look at the dates on my photos but um there was uh the Aero theater in santa monica now i'm just bragging about the movies i've seen recently no yeah. but they did a um a double feature of young frankenstein and blazing saddles And uh, Mel Brooks came and introduced the movies and talked for like ten minutes about Gene Wilder, which is great. So I have photos of Mel Brooks, which is great. And the timing was weird too because Mel Brooks already had a a book about Young Frankenstein coming out. Yeah, I think it just came out in maybe October or November. Oh, it was October. Now that I think about it, because it came out when my when my parents were visiting me, and uh, yeah, it's like wow, it's it's cool that he this film, the making of this film, was being documented, and uh, you know the man who wrote it. Whose idea it was, and even Gene Wilder's, and there are a couple of not so great movies, but they're still funny just because he's funny. The movies with him and Pryor, are great. well, particularly *Stir Crazy*, oh, yeah. I love *And See No Evil, Hear No love Evil*. Yeah,
4: that's right. yeah,
1: yeah. Oh my God, that's great with with Kevin Spacey before everyone knew who he was. Yeah, <laughs> with a mustache, so obviously he's the villain. I mean, obviously <laughs> well, *Willy then...
3: Wonka* was everybody's go-to, but nah, I think some of the other movies are uh, much more fitting of his legacy I still
1: I get to this day getting more fist fights over Willy Wonka I remember you telling
3: our our friend Eric out there I don't Uh want to see that movie because the week he died they were showing those movies Mm -hmm. in the theater like no I don't want to see it it's creepy (laughs) it's creepy it is creepy I don't like
1: that's a creepy movie I prefer
3: I prefer that to the Johnny Depp one I prefer the Johnny Depp one way more.
1: creepier though
3: yeah but I prefer that one there's a couple other people we lost this year I'm just going to name them off pretty quickly Alan Thicke Florence Henderson director Curtis Hanson John Glenn Uh, John Glenn, Mm. sports announcer Craig Sager, (laughs) Mr. Fuji, uh, Merle Haggard, Leonard Cohen, Robert Vaughn, George Kennedy, Janet Reno, George S. Irving, and uh, among so many others. Uh, the music industry lost another uh, – lost a longtime radio DJ, Bob Coburn, this year. Yeah. Because 2016 isn't content on killing just the music performers. The ones who distribute the messages well had to be killed too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. So literally shoot the messenger. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. 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 In this yeah. case.
1: Yeah. Bob Coburn, host of, of Rockline, who many musicians uh, were, were mourning following the passing of him. Yeah. They were playing Rockline clips on um,
3: – Eddie Trump was one on of them. On KLOS. Yeah, That's all yeah. I found yeah. Out, out in about
1: Out in I L.A., know. which was great. I called into Rockline once, so I kind of spoke to Bob Co- – or <laughs> – Bob Coburn introduced me. <laughs> Chris go. from New Jersey, you're on Rock Line. <laughs> Def Leppard was on. Oh, nice. I have a tape of that somewhere. I'd have to dig for it. I'm pretty sure I mentioned it on my show because I would like what to play. What was clip. that? Like 2003? 2002? Oh, okay. Maybe it was when they, they were promoting their X album. So that was 2002. I'm gonna say it was probably summer 2002. Yeah, everybody who's just. Yeah, that whole barrage. of... Alan Thick was one, and again, right up the fucking street from me. <laughs> Six, yeah,
4: sixty-nine years old. Riverside again. Drive,
1: right? We drove it a hundred times while you guys are visiting me. It's right there, and uh, in the hospital I've been to in a couple of times with my medical emergencies. So, yeah, man, and again, sixty-nine years old. Yeah, yeah. What, what the fuck?
3: But This was a heart attack, apparently. Like he played no, hockey. It, he was playing was, hockey, which, yeah,
0: with his son, <laughs> which is
1: one of those things that just sounds he was like saying blurred it's, lines. It, uh, well, not no, that a son. No, that's his <laughs> son. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's what I said.
1: Oh, okay. No, not the son who sings Bur- blue. No, Lines. I know that. Yeah, no, oh, okay. another no. son. Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were confusing son. him and for. Yeah, he, crazy, he wasn't. He, he wasn't playing hockey with Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I you know? actually thought you were confusing him for Robin Thicke. I'm like, no, <laughs> wait, no. no, not the guy who sung. Bur- and Bur- not Lines. his crazy yeah. Catholic
3: <laughs> TV son, uh, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Cameron. Kirk Cameron. Not Kirk Cameron either.
1: His TV son. TV son. Growing pains. Growing pains. Yeah. No, not him. Was no, just... it was, and it sounds like it. it literally, sounds like an onion un- you know, obituary. Like Alan Thick, noted Canadian actor and composer, and and show host died playing yeah. hockey. Like it, it sounds in like the a phony there's a joke the in here best, somewhere, fu- right?
3: <laughs> in the thick of the night was the name of his
1: talk. Yes, back the which is awesome. Which is so fucking great. <laughs> and he was what, what th- else did th- you call Chief it? trick picture. Like had pictures with him too. Oh yeah. yeah. Well he wrote theme songs too. He wrote the Facts of Life theme song and um a couple other ones. Like that's obviously he's musicing, musically inclined and his More son. More talented got that. than his son. Yeah, was, yeah, it was easily. funny. Just a couple of days before
0: he died, uh, Jen and I were watching uh, the the new season of Fuller House, and he was a guest star on yeah. one episode. Yeah, yeah, he Not is. not two days before he died, and I was like, "Oh shit, it's Alan Thick." Was he playing he his doing?
3: Growing Pains character? Like a, like, it, a yeah, universe, playing, like a he was like a really, he was
0: playing like a really stupid uh, ah. like older guy who was like what trying to hit on, on the younger yeah. women on the show mm, yeah. and like really bad one liners. Like he was it was really awkward. Uh, my but favorite, I was like, oh Alan Thick, <laughs> what a missed opportunity! Yeah, and
1: then a couple days later. I'm like oh
4: fuck he's yeah. dead
1: my what? favorite Alan Thicke role was him as Alan Thicke on How I Met Your Mother <laughs> on the on the Canadian uh, ki- afternoon show <laughs> hitting on Robin Sparkles oh my god Robin Sparkles that was fun <laughs> I, I, I love that because they just it, it was just they just ripped on Canadian everything right it was perfect again 69 yeah all right, let's keep going. Right. Year's not over yet. Yeah, well, we're getting close. <laughs> yeah, we are. Well, last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but you
3: didn't need to wait until the very next day to feel the side effects. 1980s, <laughs> oh. 1980s icon George Michael of Wham! and his monumental solo work died on Christmas Day of this year. Given the amount of stars from the 1980s that 2016 killed, every time I listen to my big 80s on 8 Countdown on the weekends, I'm going to be like, ah, insert dead performer's name here. What a shame.
2: Did you see what he looked like when he died? No. Like the most recent yeah, he, he, he was in he bad health. He did not look good. No, he no. was in
3: failing health for N-years.
1: years. I was fully expecting you to say, Well, he's never going to dance again, dude.
3: <laughs> no, that was you. Well, that, <laughs> was, <laughs> that was you, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, that was. That's how we found out I think about my friend, it. our friend Dan Haas yeah. had the best life. said they tried to put a boom boom back in his heart, but they couldn't do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hashtag wham. <laughs> oh, come on, Doc. One more try. <laughs>
1: God. I fully expected you were going to use that joke, and that's why I said. <laughs> no, it. Right, well, everyone had
0: the same two jokes. It was yeah. like, oh, it really was his last Christmas. Yeah. yeah, well, because it was Christmas yeah, then, Day. Right, Absolutely. Right, yeah. It was Christmas Day, right, yeah. yeah.
2: That was oh. fucking bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. he was yeah. so young. 53? 53. <laughs> but so he had young. a lot but of, like, there were so
3: many he... reports. Like, yeah, his, his health is bad, his, I mean, he, he he was was
1: it was touch and go in 2011 when he was. When Ill. he had, like, pneumonia back in 2011. Oh, that's right, Yeah, like, they didn't know if he was going to make it then. And I remember hearing something
0: maybe earlier in the year, last year, something that he was not in good health and he was saying, I'm fine, like, this is bullshit, Um, there's Uh, there's nothing to worry about. I I don't remember.
2: He he looked really bad. Yeah, but I remember hearing something
0: about him, like people were worried about him and he was
1: like don't listen to them like wow. there's, there's nothing wrong with me I'm fine no I don't did they actually disclose what it was they said he died peacefully in his home but do we know oh, probably we're not this. gonna know for a while yeah. um, sure. you don't I die did.
3: peacefully at 53 years old unless you're with an illness and following his something documented there's no illness
1: following his death I did see a funny tweet which was well like Billy Joel said only the good die yeah has anyone checked on Billy Joel
3: <laughs> <laughs> don't you fucking dare it all yeah, right. don't you fucking dare uh, He's
1: now with a woman who's half his age.
0: <laughs>
3: what else is new? Yeah, well, I, uh, literally, pretty sure, I'm <laughs> pretty sure she's
1: in a long link chain of women who've yeah. been half his age. Mm-hmm. I mean, wasn't Christie Brinkley like a third of his age I'm at the pretty time? Pretty sure. Pretty yeah. sure she was yeah. freshly legal when they got together. Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: anyway. <laughs> all right, but to close this out, but perhaps the saddest and most heartbreaking of all of our losses this year, we lost our dear princess, Scary Fisher, passed away due to complications of a heart attack on December twenty seventh, two thousand sixteen. Fisher not only known for her iconic role as Leia Organa in the Star Wars films, but other notable movies such as When Harry Met Sally, The Burbs, The Blues Brothers, and Hannah and Her Sisters. But for giving a voice to those who suffer with mental illness and truly being an inspiration to a generation of young women, she was ballsy, hilarious, kind, and truly a wonderful human being. Fisher is still going to be featured prominently in Star Wars Episode Eight: Ray and Luke's Excellent Adventure in 2017, but the film will now have to. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. That's,
0: this is why we keep Jack around. Enters <laughs> <Andrew's> in stitches. <laughs>
2: I, it took me a second to go. Wait, is he talking about Bill- no? He said Ray and Luke. <laughs> uh,
3: but the film will not have an even more emotional impact to the fans all over the world, who's um, with present company included. Um, realistically, the, what was sad, like when you go into the Force Awakens. Han Solo was killed, but Harrison Ford's still there. Yes. It's like, oh, spoiler God. alert! Just yeah. kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. The, you know, the Fuck character dies people. like, oh, it's a shame. Whatever happens, this is the last movie we're going to get Carrie Fisher's Princess yeah. Leia. Yeah, yeah. And, by they're, and they're not going to recast Harrison Leia, Ford, so yeah. Leia is going to have to die. Yes. Yes. Harrison to Ford die movies. I mean, it, it's, to give a fitting end to Han. You don't know what was going to happen with Princess Leia, and apparently not she had an expanded role. Yeah. Whether we like it or not, this is Well, the she end, had five scenes or something in Force Awakens, so it doesn't take
1: much, which is what people are wondering about but fuck all that and fuck Star Wars um, everything else that she did was way more important than Leia sorry as a human being she's way more valuable than, than of Leia course, was yeah I mean especially being a mental health advocate and being so insanely blunt up front long before it was cool mm-hmm. it wasn't cool yeah. to come out and be an actress or anybody and admit to having well before it was bipolar it was manic depression yeah, yeah. and to admit that you'd you know been to rehab because you always hear those things you know like oh so eh, exhaustion you know, <laughs> dates canceled because of exhaustion, because of dehydration, yeah, you know, and all that other John shit. Belushi
3: when he died too, right? Didn't that happen? Uh, she was engaged to Dan
2: Aykroyd too, right? Really? I don't think so. I she was with Paul
3: Simon for a long time. Know, yeah, yeah, she, her, yeah, she yeah, was with Paul, Paul divor-
2: Simon. Yeah. She, divor- divorced she married then. him, divorced, and then they got back together, but they didn't get married they, and were and not they stayed all for, together. They were on and off for 12
1: years, yeah. And then married the father of her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I um With the news of her being rushed to the hospital, you know, 15 minutes from when the, the plane was landing, which is one of those things where you think timing. That's why I thought, oh, timing, good thing they were so close to landing the plane. It was like 15 minutes before landing. Yeah. Was, all this went down. She was taken to the hospital. And then it was, you know, she's been taken in and she's stable. I mean, later to yeah. find out that stable meant that she's – her, she her condition alive. didn't improve. <laughs> yeah. That exactly. it was the same as it was since I suppose she lost consciousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, It was one of those things, like, oh, she's going to be okay. And I said to my parents, I was like, let's watch Wishful Drinking. Because if the way I was able to watch it was um, through, I I subscribed to HBO through Amazon. um, So I can watch HBO stuff through Amazon on my Blu ray player. Yeah. Which is my Amazon account's connected to the Blu ray player I gave my parents, too, because it's my old player. So I said, let's watch Wishful Drinking because it's awesome. You know, her one woman show. And, um,. We watched it and we laughed, and it's hysterical, and she's funny. I mean, I, I will miss her most as a comedic voice, yeah. Because I didn't hear a new book. I have her first two, which I listened to, which I got both this year, and they're so hysterical, like just the the candor, yeah, and just everything else. Like the thing, like the fact that she went to conventions and these young women would talk to her and say, "I'm struggling with these things, my mental," and just thank her for being an advocate yeah. for mental health or for owning. who you are, or for dealing with it, or not shying away from dealing with it. It's like, that's hugely important to have that as a person at all. She was hysterical when she was on with Craig Ferguson, too. Oh, holy shit, look up those clips, people. Do yourselves a favor. Look up Carrie Fisher, Craig Ferguson. She was so so awesome when she was on that show. I mean, she was uh, hysterical in every interview. It's been circulating around, the uh, AFI uh, salute to George Lucas from 2005, I think. 2005, She basically roasts George Lucas, (laughs) which is hysterical. The Good I mean, Morning
3: America interview in December 2015 yes, before... The which Boys I Away tweeted because, out. Yeah, which...
1: Which is great. Yeah. I mean, aside from just Leia, yeah. you know, obviously, well, Leia I feel like she, so well, much more. the thing
3: about the character of Leia she wasn't the damsel in distress. No, that's true. She was not, she you know, she couldn't handle herself. Like, the whole back and forth she has with Han Solo and everything else in mm-hmm. all the films. She yeah. just ballsy and... It, it was cool to have the a different, it, get, yeah, j- you know, a jump different, down the trash chute and everything. Yeah, you know? different character like that for young girls to mm-hmm. ed- uh, love and aspire to be and inspire too.
1: I'm going to post this on our social media too. But this is obviously with all the funny stuff making the rounds. Which sucks that it, it only makes the rounds because this person's getting attention. But it was an interview that she did. People are posting like lousy screenshots of. I took a gr- good screenshot of it. Interview with the Wall Street Journal. Uh, when being asked about, because there was some, some snake, this is a year ago when she was promoting The Force Awakens, and some father, you know, some fucking idiot, of course, had said, you know, like, what am I going to do? How how can I explain why she's in a bikini to my daughter and blah, blah, blah. And uh, mm-hmm. here's here's the the question and answer, which, uh, again, I will I will post on the, on the only podcast social media. So Twitter, Instagram, the only podcast, Facebook, the only podcast that matters. Uh, I'll post it on there. There's been some debate recently about whether there should be no more merchandise with you in the Return of the Jedi bikini. Carrie, I think that's stupid. A <laughs> uh, journalist. To stop making the merchandise? Carrie, the father who flipped out about it? When am I going to tell my kid about why she's in that outfit? Tell them that a giant slug captured me and forced me to wear that stupid outfit, and then I killed him because I didn't like it. And then I took it off, backstage. <laughs> that's perfect, because that's exactly yes. what happened. It's not, she's being there as a helpless slave. Help me, Han and Luke. No, she wasn't. She fucking strangled. She didn't want to be there. Yeah. Exactly. And then she turned
2: around when the lights went off and fucking strangled the giant yeah. slug. Right. She pulled, she that's shut it. the lights off. She smashed the goddamn thing yeah, and Yeah, she, she
1: took charge. Yeah. yeah. So she wasn't just some victim in a bikini. I mean, look, it's, it, nerds everywhere will just want her to forever be. You know, this this fantasy or whatever. I mean, she even says in in her wishful drinking special, which, again, everybody should seek out, um, where she says, um, you know, I I didn't realize that I signed a contract that I would have to look that way for the rest of my life. (laughs) When I see these comments online about what happened, you know, the WTF happened to Carrie Fisher. She looks like Elton John. She said And partly it's because I understand what they're talking about. I haven't, you know, been sleeveless in 20 years or something like that. That she says. It's way funnier when she says it than when I do. But yeah. um, it's it, it's true. It's like people just want to keep that fantasy. But thankfully, she was so much more than that. I mean, look, there are tons of hot women who, who land in roles, even in big franchises, who you don't really remember, who can't sustain a career, or just frankly aren't as interesting as she was. You know, and admirable outside of just a film role in yeah. a huge franchise. So it's But she it's loved crazy. the fan. She loved the whole... She did. She didn't shy away from going to cons or anything no, like that. She wasn't all. one of those people. No, not at all. And not cause she had to do it. I mean she had the perfect excuse if she had She said, addiction in the and,
3: documentary for The Force Awakens on you know, her custodian Princess Leia's custodian I'm not going to be like I'm not going to do it
1: yeah yeah, yeah. what was it like coming back to be Leia it's like, I've been Leia for 40 years that's yeah. what she was saying in interviews <laughs> well, she last said, year like, I've been when, Princess Leia
3: when they filmed the movie the first day she was on set she said it was a horrible experience it was the worst I ever had on set in my life because she didn't really like she flubbed her lines it was nervous mm-hmm. she's like I went back the next day and it was fine but she, was, she, will, she will be so missed. And it was,
1: things were looking good, just the, the idea of, like, she's stable and, okay, well, like, my thought was good thing the plane was so close to landing because that had happened. I mean, London to L.A. is a hell of a flight. Oh it's a long flight to think, like, oh, 15 minutes before landing this happened. If it happened mid-flight, I mean, I'm sure they would have had to do an emergency landing, but that would have taken longer than 15 minutes. So yeah. it's one of those things where, like, you felt good about And we even posted something about it. On our social media... Yeah, a lot
2: of people posted the photo. that uh, Someone drew a uh, picture of a cloaked figure kneeling down before uh, Carrie Fisher as Leia, uh, saying... With 2016 uh, on the cloak. Yeah. On its cloak, saying the Force is strong with me, or the Force is strong with her. No, you're strong, but the, the Force, Force is, is stronger, stronger, I think yeah. is what it was. Yeah. And, and then fucking two days later...
1: Yeah, yeah. she's dead. And, and it's then
2: like... a day later, well, her mother passes. Yeah. As of in, this recording, we learn the news
3: very... Yeah,
1: that Debbie Reynolds has, in fact... Yeah. Passed away. Broken heart I, I can't. It, it has to be. Yeah. Yeah, How can it not be devastating? No other, um, I mean, I, I couldn't you're, even... mo- you're a mother
2: and you've outlived your child.
1: Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. And your child's 60. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you're in your 80s. Yeah. It's I'm one sure of those things I where it's like, it what the fuck? Yeah.
3: It's like it's... Like... But I'm sure Carrie would find something funny in that. Like, oh, you she had would. to just... She would. be... Did, ma- that <laughs> didn't take you that long. Cracking
1: jokes about the morning fanboys and all oh, that yeah. other stuff. She would totally be making fun of everybody right now. And
3: not only that, I also found out when she passed her work as a screenwriter too I found out about oh yeah like, she, did.
1: A... she did a polish on Last Action Hero yeah did you know that I saw that. I know that she did a polish on that and Empire
3: um, that, uh, there's one page of the Empire script that she picked and those lines are in the movie that mm-hmm. she wrote in detail wrote notes on yeah,
1: yeah. she did Um. Geez, a bunch of movies that she had uncredited script rights on I know Last Action Hero was definitely one of them she also had script polishes on Hook everybody knows Steven Spielberg's Hook with Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman uh, she did Mr. And Mrs. Smith She did some work on, like I said, Last Action Hero. I mean, she's just she was great. And as a writer, like I said, just having her books. And uh, you know what? I kick myself too, because when her new book came out in November, I believe it was the Monday or Tuesday after Thanksgiving, she was at Barnes and Noble at the Grove, which is in L.A., kind of an outdoor um, shopping center. And uh, she was there signing her new book, and I kept saying, "I should go, I should go," because she's hilarious. I'm sure the book's hilarious. I can meet Carrie Fisher and. I worked in Jack's face. Rubbing it in Jack's rub it face. Rub it Jack's yeah. face. Yeah. Well, she's gone to every convention, Jack. It's not like you had any shortage of chances. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, rubbing it in Jack's face would be kind of fun. Um, and I just ended up driving Uber instead that night, so I'm a dick. So I kicked myself, because a month later, she's dead. just Just stupid, you know? Mm. You. God damn it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, but it's one of those things where, like, of course I should have gone. You know, there's two. There's hers, and Schwarzenegger was there when his autobiography came out, and I didn't go damn Those was yeah. the only two I regret Even but obviously all the chance for Schwarzenegger because he's as of as of this recording <laughs> he's still yeah, around he's still with us yeah. but fuck man Don't it, it was I was and one of the first things I thought of was damn it and I could have met at least to say I met her to have the experience to interact with someone who was just that Iconic. awesome totally yeah. would have been great and I, I just can't believe I passed on it that's oh that that made me that made me mad at myself Aside from everything else.
3: Well, there's a line in The Force Awakens that best sums her up um, in general. To me, she's royalty. Like I said, in our previous post on the website, uh, on our Instagram and other accounts, uh, the original top TM was, was Carrie Fisher, the only princess that mattered.
1: Yeah. yeah, yes. It's true.
3: All right. Well, that's going to do it. Now have you quenched your bloodlust you've taken from us in 2016, you murderous wench? I personally have never wanted a new year to begin more than now. 2016 was not just a horrible year for celebrity deaths, but for the dampening of morale for those who love them. We lost so much this year, and here's hoping that there's never another year quite like this again. Until next year, this is Jack, and this is Dead People. Take me out, boys. Dead People!
4: Dead People! Dead People! <laughs> yeah.
1: There's less joy in that than there has been in other years. Because yeah. this year was a fucking bastard. Yeah, we have to take yeah. it down I swear. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I, and I, can't. I, just,
0: I can't hit the high notes like I yeah. used to. Well,
1: <laughs> that too. I'm, I was just trying to make the excuse. Anything else right. happened this year? Yeah, yeah. anything else <laughs> this year? I, I want to perk things up a little bit because it's something that um, I didn't realize because radio has been talking about. it. I've started to listen to radio again and, and classic rock radio in particular has been talking a lot about it. So to switch gears, I think this is one of the last... Well, we're closing in on the last of the years, but we're probably going to hear this, which is albums celebrating the 25th anniversary in 2016. The, the amount of albums and the array of albums that came out in 1991 that have stood the test of time, it's, it's actually pretty incredible. And until I looked it up, I didn't even realize it. I mean, at the same time, you know, I was 10 years old when these albums came out. You guys were even younger. But it's strange to think, wow, in one year, all these albums came out. All right, you guys ready? Nevermind by Nirvana. You 2s Octoon Baby. Out of Time by REM, Blood Sugar Sex Magic by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, User Illusion One and Two by Guns N' Roses, Pearl Jam's Ten, Van Halen's For a Lawful Carnal Knowledge, Michael Jackson's Dangerous, Natalie Cole's Unforgettable, Brian Adams' Waking Up the Neighbors, yeah, Genesis We Can't Dance, Genesis is We Can't gen- We Can't Dance by Genesis. Let's go with that. <laughs> That's better. Metallica's Black Album. Really? Bad Motorfinger by Soundgarden. The Low End Theory by A Tribe Called Quest. Rope in the Wind by Garth Brooks. Sailing the Seas of Cheese by Primus. Primus. Yes. <laughs> Spellbound by Paul Abdul, if we're talking pop music. Slave to the Grind, Skid Row. Skid Row, yeah. Now from Tupac. Wow. Wow. These are all one year. These albums the all fuck? came out in 1991. That's but And the 25th anniversary Like I said I don't think there are going to be A the, lot of I didn't years. know 10 And the Black so. Album Came out the same year Holy shit Yeah But yeah. Even, even the diversity Is the thing that, that is great Like here's a bunch of albums That have Like I said stood the test of time Every one of these albums Well almost all of them Not so much Paul Abdul But most of them <laughs> Are classic albums hey, Rush Every-
3: Rush is tolerable <laughs> <laughs> Hey I love
1: Roll the Bones Oh, you're talking about her song. Yeah. <laughs> That's, incidentally, Russia's World of Bones is 25 yeah. years old as well. <laughs> I mean, for a lawful car we'll never shut up about. Right, because it's, it's one, one it's, of the best Sammy Hagar albums, if and not And I had best. Waking Up the Neighbors on cassette. I yeah. think I did, too. I, I mean, did. I know I have it on CD now. But mm. yeah, everything I do, I do it for you. Everybody remembers that. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. That Can't stop Robin this thing we started. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> That was a shit- Well, Alan Rickman was in it, so there's that. I love that movie. <laughs> it's so good. And, and part of it was uh, how many anniversary editions of these albums got released, or they got released on vinyl for the mm-hmm, first time yeah. since 1991, or in some cases for the first time, period. Because I remember this is going to date us back 25 years. It was either James Way or Caldor. Wow. And I, yeah, oh, my and I, God. I remember yeah. seeing, for a lawful carnal knowledge, on vinyl, and it just caught me because it was kind of a plain they cover. Had,
2: they had the, the, the big box. Of,
1: the long box. Yeah, the long box. Yeah, the long box CDs were still out. Yeah, yeah. CDs were
3: still relatively new. And those giant, like, plastic cases for cassettes that you had yeah. to take out. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it was a suitcase. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it, <laughs> was, it was. yeah, was, it was it's protective like, oh, plastic this, cases. little thing, and you just kind of wave it back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> you just walked around the store waving yeah. it. At. What are you
1: doing with that? Yes, magnetic tape. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it, it's crazy. crazy. It's crazy. I mean, twentieth anniversary. There will be plenty of twentieth anniversary albums being celebrated for a couple more years. But I mean, just the diversity. Yeah. I mean, the same year has classic albums from Nirvana and Red Hot Chili Peppers and Guns and Roses, Metallica, and Tupac and Metallica, and you know, I mean, it, it's crazy. I mean, it's it's just further proves how much more diverse even the '90s were than now. Because how many classic albums have come out in the last five years? None I mean I realize Nobody buys albums anymore But like That's what I mean It's almost like A bygone era And when I started Hearing about this I looked it up myself And I was like Holy shit Look at all these albums That that celebrated 25 years That are still around The songs still get played Mm -hmm. And it blew me away I'm like What's this song Doing on classic rock radio I guess Guns N' Roses Are now classic rock No they're Cover of Live and Let Die Is 25 years old Motherfucker Yeah I
0: need to think about that (laughs) Like what
1: the You hear it on
3: Classic Rewind
1: Oh shit
3: We're (laughs) in the 90s now yeah, stuff that's from a, the '90s happened. is classic rock now. That's yes. fucking crazy. Technically, I pray to God in like mm-hmm. ten years, Deftones will not be on classic rock stations. I hope not.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what I mean. Uh, like, corn if, and Limbisket, Corn <laughs> and limp Biscuit and the Deftones. I don't know if anyone's going to be celebrating the 25th anniversary of Significant Other or Life Is. I don't. Know, Andrew like, and I might <laughs> around the fur. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> it, it was it, it was just crazy. I, I couldn't. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just repeating myself. But let's run down some of the headlines, some of the 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 funny and crazy and ridiculous things that happened this year. Uh, to start off the year, which was a big surprise, as someone maybe it's my age, right, but comment. I was sad to see it happen. Yeah, maybe it's my age. <laughs> that wasn't too good. Was um, really- <laughs> this year, Playboy stopped. Having nudity in its magazine yep. and the debut issue. What's the
3: fucking point?
1: Yeah, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, what's the point? I'm, I'm with you, but to make it Our worse,
3: teenagers too sensitive nowadays to pick up a fucking magazine <laughs> and smack it around a little bit? Jesus yeah. Christ! Just people around, around
1: a little bit. <laughs>
0: come on. Just a little bit. you know what I'm just smack around a little. <laughs> That's right. No, oh, but no, but really, on. what's the point? No, no.
1: I agree. It's. I mean, it's a men's magazine. That's fine, but you know everyone's but there. It was for the ne- taste. So really was Playboy.
2: Read. Was tasteful. Always. It was, it was Tast- classy. It was. It had its articles. You had. It had actual talking points because it was political in some sense. Because oh yeah, it, it had the political oh, cartoons. Oh, no, I, 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 I it, remember actually, reading it those. Its, it, it, even its centerfolds. Of course, they were doctored photos, but still, they were beautiful. They weren't like, look at my fucking badge. Yeah. You know, it like, was like Hustler. Spreading. It's not so you,
1: Hustler. Yeah, so you could see their cervix. Where, like, <laughs> they're, they're spreading super wide. No. So now you really no, are going to have to read the articles. Yes. Now, now there's no choice. To yeah. make it even worse, this, well, it won't, certainly won't break Andrew's heart. Who made heart, this decision? But the debut cover was a girl in like a tank top that looked like a selfie, and it had that stupid Snapchat caption bar across the front and just said, hey in lowercase letters that was the debut issue of the non-nude playboy is Hefner still alive yes he is is he he making these decisions no I I don't think he's been in charge of the magazine a long time but I'm like who the fuck why are you imitating I
2: think his daughter actually
1: runs it why are you imitating an app for
0: yeah. your cover, and let me guess, she's like twenty-eight, and yeah. she's yeah, she's a millennial swat. No no. no, 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 his no. daughter. No, his no, daughter. Daughter. no, she's
1: got it. Well, then again, he's probably had a couple of kids. Mick yeah, Jager, which, just which had daughter. A baby. He's probably got a hundred of them. Mm, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that last, we know of. Last yeah, that yeah. We, know of. Andre Andre. Andre we, Andre we know of.
0: I'm telling you, every time a celebrity dies,
2: <laughs> the quickening now, happens. Who happens for
0: would Mick make Jager. a decision like that? I don't even understand. I well, yeah, that's considering what Playboy has always been,
1: who makes this decision. They still have. And they're like, okay, no more boobs. Well, they still have it online, just not in the magazine. But like, it's not like people are going to like that was off-putting, and people weren't buying the magazine because there were centerfolds in it. No, being a Playboy centerfold meant something. Exactly. Being a Playmate of the Month meant something. Yeah, you you were and you're you're taking that out. Highly attractive. Yeah, I don't even bother to look. You know, I stop and read men's magazines and it's it's FHM
2: now. It's FHM. It's Maxim. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's
1: like Maxim now. It's Pointless. There may be a girl in like... Slim clothing clad. Yeah. yeah. But I have a computer in my pocket that gives me access to titty, so, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'll just have to that's where you have to look at uh, Playmates now. It's just uh, subscribe to Playboy online and see them. But not only that, but again, I just thought that imitating the imitating that a snap on your cover is like, well, you're just directing people to where they can find tits <laughs> because now every every female is snapping it's a porn stars. stars pretty yeah. much. Pretty much sending nude selfies to guys. Every it's like Selena Kyle in The Dark Knight return uh, rises. Everything sticks. It's true. You you take a picture. I mean, look, if you want a picture of you looking hot at 19... Hey, Carrie Fisher's probably happy she was in that metal bikini yeah, <laughs> in, right, yeah. in her later years. Hey, look, at least I have a, a document in a classic movie that shows me looking hot. Having an iPhone photo of yourself looking nude and attractive somehow doesn't have the same... I don't know. Yeah, probably. not Yeah. <laughs> doesn't have the same heft. Yeah. At long last, the lawsuit Aaron Andrews filed against the hotel chain who allowed the man to videotape her nude and release it was finally settled. Her judgment was for $55 million. Mm. Now, everybody looks at that just like, oh, whatever she's set for life, well, blah. blah okay. no, Okay, a couple not. of things. First of all, lawyers take their cut of the settlement. Yeah. So they're going to get like 20 or 25%, depending what it is. Let's say they take 20%, that's $11 million, that's 44 Now she's going to get taxed on that. <laughs> and she's get, obviously, for that amount of money, she's got to get the shit taxed out of her. 30% at least. And then she'll be, left, it's going to be at least half, mm. I'm sure. The government's going to take their share. Now, we've all dealt with you know we we've, we've been bosses and we've been employees and we've dealt in um the service industry it sucks for two reasons one is the hotel responsible no the guy who filmed her through a hole in the came, wall yeah a hole in the wall in her hotel room is responsible but i'm guessing he's probably an empty wallet of course but yeah. the hotel has a ton of money i forget which hotel chain it was i didn't put it in my notes but um, obviously they have money, so they could pay up. So that's who you file the lawsuit against. Although there's apparently a civil suit against the guy who did, but there's no money in that. There's no money. So no money. yeah, fuck him. But um, it sucks that one employee who was dumb enough to tell the guy, you know, put the guy in a room because he said, "What room is Aaron Andrews thinking? Can you put me in a in a room next to Aaron Andrews?" I mean, apparently that was the, you know, there that was that no was sus- what came out in suspicion the suspicion raised when he exactly, and that. the fact yeah. some idiot employee went with it and, and let the, like they're responsible for it, and it sucks because when an idiot employee does something, and we've all seen him do it. Mm-hmm. Whether we were the customer or we were working for the establishment or the store or whatever, we've all seen people do idiot things, which can possibly result in a lawsuit. And these days, anything can result in a friggin' lawsuit. But it, it sucks that the company is now stuck with. And of course, their policy isn't to allow somebody to book into a room. And you know they submitted the you know the training videos and whatever. And but now they need to double down on it. And emphasize, like, do not. It's probably going to be in all their orientation paperwork. It's probably on the fucking job application now. <laughs> now, if anyone asks what room so-and-so's in, you cannot respond or put them in a room next to that person. In fact, do the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> Put them on the ground floor. <laughs> put them in the broiler them, room. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, give them the, have them share the janitor's closet. <laughs> um, so that's one thing things that sucks. And it's also one of those, one of those um, judgments that comes about because of, you know, how she's suffered. And I get it unwillingly having nude photos of you put out there or new video of you put out there mm. sucks but for what it's worth I didn't know who Aaron Andrews was until this came about because I don't follow sports um, having said that I didn't look at the video footage um, I mean she's she's been on or uh, what she oh she co-hosts rather um, Dancing with the Stars right and she's on a bunch of shows covering things so I mean I'm not gonna say it hurt her career so she's entitled to money because now she's not able to earn what she did especially because she was the victim in this so it's always that pain and suffering thing that makes me wonder hmm This entirely and as like really you know, is she really suffering because this happened? No, she's not. She's people know who she is now. Right. Um, while the means may suck, it's it's probably helping her bottom line. I'm sure she's doing better now than she was, you know, three years ago before this happened. Weird. Similarly, Hulk Hogan settled a lawsuit with Gawker. For 115 million dollars,
4: Gawker. and Gawker,
1: yeah. yeah, Gawker's just a bunch of assholes, a collective of assholes in the first place. You
2: think TMZ is bad? Gawker's worse. Gawker no, no, they're, they're is consistent. horrible. The Gawker, they were the network that o- also owned Jezebel. Jezebel, yeah, yeah, and co-, co. What was Jezebel? Jezebel was pretty much a feminist propaganda machine. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes, it's pretty awful. You think you think Huffington Post was bad? Jezebel trumps them yeah yeah,
0: yeah like Jezebel, Jezebel is, is basically Huffington Post but like profane yeah like oh, they, really? they'll write yeah. right.
1: this people. still exists oh yeah yeah Jezebel still oh, exists oh okay I don't I'm unaware of it I, this is the first I mean I've probably Jezebel, heard about Co- it before Co- uh,
2: Kotaku Kotaku which is the gaming end of it right mm-hmm. um, and there were there were a couple other ones but Gawker was the the overall parent company mm-hmm. to this this network fuck them
1: this is in, in this in this modern era though and it's even worse, and whether it's with TMZ or Gawk or whomever, the fact that they have to claim, like, it's journalism and the public's right to know and all this other shit. No, it's not. The public, mm. uh, look, as as members of the public, I don't care if Hulk Hogan's banging some radio DJ's wife in an elevator. Don't care. It's not my yeah. right to know that, and it doesn't matter. You don't need to put that out there. I don't care. You're not doing me any favors by putting it out there. No. And and most people would agree, they don't care. No. So th- this, this futile pursuit of just like, hey, it's journalism, the public's right to know. Bullshit. Yeah. I hate that so much that that's what everybody hides behind. Where it's just like, hey, we're exposing. Stuff. It's journalism. It's journal. No, it's not. It's not journalism. It's fucking tabloid bullshit. I mean, the tabloids do it too, which essentially seems like that's what it's Gawker even worse. is. It's even
2: worse than tabloids. Like
1: pulp. Yeah. It well, it's, who, it, who, it, it's, who it's does it appeal to? Dreadfuls. I mean, they were they were the ones who um, got hold of uh, the the hateful eight script and the ones who published it in full. Yeah. Like that's so, not the public's right to know. It's no, a sc- no. It's it's up. no. Up. that's art. Man. I mean, thankfully, we still got the film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is which Very is luckily. awesome but it's like no that's not you know that's not the public's right to know it's like a script it's a private script like that's something it, it, it has no bearing it's, it's on us one way too, or because, the other
2: like, i used to i used to follow gawker because they they were good up until a point with some of their investigation um they did report things before they came out and you took it with a grain of salt because it was like the patch where mm-hmm. shit happened and then just reported it right then and there because right. they wanted to be the first ones to have it out of course um, clickbait.
1: Everybody's not, not so click much bait.
2: clickbait, but the fact that they were the first ones to have it out. They were, you know, first, first! Yeah, you know, that, that kind of bullshit. <laughs> um, and then you saw them just turn into a, a giant douchey political machine, and even the fans of the page would go after because the fans of the page were a bunch of fucking 4chan lurkers. Oh, really? So, yeah.
1: That tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> and they would go after
2: they'd write her, because according at least paying attention most online writers get paid per
1: click i can see that that's probably so
2: that's why clickbait works for them and and the more lucidious
1: you can make the story or the headline at least yeah Yeah.
2: so like the people who would comment and go like yeah don't anything that this man posts because obviously it's like i said there was a network so they post on multiple sites uh anything he posts don't don't listen to it because he gets paid 10 cents per click or some stupid shit like that they were even going after gawker and these were fans that were fans from the very beginning Mm mm-hmm
1: I don't, I don't get that. I mean, there's probably nothing that's going to be reported on Gawker that I'm actually going to find interesting. Or any, any kind of journalism they're doing. Because you never hear, like, Gawker broke the story. I mean, I'll give the devil their due. TMZ at least does break certain news stories. And also people know to go to them. Because it's a TV show. There's a website. People do follow for what's essentially tabloid news. But they do still kind of break news stories. Mm. So that I get. Because they're at least attracting people because they have a huge mainstream following. I mean, it is. It's it's mainstream news. It's junk food. <laughs> I mean, food. I mean uh, most of the if time, the, if anyway. The, if
2: they're junk food, Gawker was alcohol.
1: Oh yeah. Th- yeah, they like just like pure grain alcohol, like just poison. It was bad. <laughs> Gawker was just bad. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I mean, look. Obviously, plenty of people agreed if uh, the jury voted for you know this. Yeah, I they, mean, obviously, everybody's appealing these these judgments but I mean for such a huge amount of money I mean that was a staggering thing Yeah. like well how much of a case could you have or even against the hotel like how much of a case you
2: can have 150 million dollars go fuck you he shut Gawker Mm -hmm. down
1: well yeah that's it he dropped
2: the big boot and the leg
4: drop.
1: (laughs) what are you gonna do brother 115 million dollar (laughs) judgment 115 million dollar
4: pythons wrap around you yeah see I
1: can't can't do it I don't have a Hulk Hogan impression you guys (laughs) are barely do (laughs) well Andrews was pretty good I'll take that. That was a pretty good one. <laughs> let's switch gears a little bit because there's been a lot of downer news and, and negativity from us as a result of the, the downer news. Let's talk a bit about some badassery that happened this year. Okay. Badassery, as Brian would say. B- badassery. Bad badassery. Bad yeah. Okay. Specifically, let's talk about this year in Richard Marks, which frankly should be an annual segment. It should if be. If we're being honest. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I <know. laughs> what? why not? The dude's a certified riot. He, yeah. yeah, pretty much. I mean, aside from being absolutely hysterical, which if you're not following Richard Marks on Twitter, you're using Twitter wrong. But um, mm-hmm. Yes, you're doing it wrong. Yes. Uh, <laughs> last month, he heroically subdued a drunk, out-of-control passenger on a flight from Vietnam to South Korea. Did because he Because really? apparently the flight I staff was completely ill-equipped to handle anybody. I he a prisoner? I think, I think, or, I think or was the, it just some... words, inept? Uh, well, no, they, they weren't prepared. To Subdue anybody. Yeah,
3: there were these oh. little frail women who were just like, Yeah, sit like down. The, the,
1: the flight attendants couldn't do anything other than like tell the guy to sit down. Like he, but he was getting violent with people, so he had to be physically restrained. So, what does Richard Marx do because he's a hero? He steps up and helps restrain the guy, and his, his wife, Daisy Fuentes, was documenting the whole thing through photos and whatnot. And they, they talked about it after it happened, like yeah, this flight's going to be in the bitch. news. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah man. Say, Daisy Fuentes? <laughs> yes. Well, that should have been covered in last year's This Year in Richard Marks. We dropped the ball on that. We did. But, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Richard, by talking about their, their nuptials. But hey, happy belated first anniversary. Uh, anyway. Yeah, they they documented the whole thing because it, nobody was able to take care of it. So he stepped in and helped to subdue this guy. So what was the guy's issue? Was he drunk? He was drunk he? and just getting yeah. getting violent and like belligerent, a prisoner
3: or somebody a prisoner on board or one of those. Why would they have, take a yeah, prisoner have... up? This isn't Con Air. This, this oh, sounds right. like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Passenger Fifty Seven.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, that would be when I read up on yeah. up uh, So Richard Marx is yeah. uh, Wesley Snipes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, or Wesley Snipes can play Richard Marx in the. The movie. Uh-huh. And the movie based on this. Yeah. I mean, there's got to at least be a <laughs> TV movie Always been on black. Right, always <laughs> been on black. We have to come up with it. There has to be a title in there somewhere. Always been on. That we can, on, we can and work. And the summer nights. Richard Marx and, always yeah. been <laughs> on well, that's, And that's exactly how it was reported. but People are just like, oh, if you get a line, Richard Marx is right here waiting for you. Or it's... <laughs> and shit like that. Which is... I, you I you can, have to expect it. You I know? can kind of... Yeah, you can expect. I can kind of appreciate it. I mean, I just feel like you, you, people can, can do a little better. Yeah. Well, I was, I mean, well, somebody needs to have an entire song, or the, at least reference what's going on with you know this this whole incident. I think it'd be done a lot better. Hazard's a perfect example. Mm, yeah. There we go. You know? Hazard. <laughs> yeah, that that fits. The yeah, drunken guy, Hazard in aisle seven. <laughs> Even then, the flight crew said no. I swear. You just need some time to think I it I through. You could can, can write a whole song about it. Tethers. Tethers. <laughs> yes. Tied and Tethered. <laughs> I swear I left him safe and sound. Oh, man. Apologies to Richard Marks. But it's still better than a lot of the headlines. The funniest thing, though, about that, and by funny I mean obnoxious, is that when you see this story cover, and I read it just because I was fascinated, aside from the fact that I obviously follow him on, on social media, but it's always like, former pop star Richard Marks, like, Well, okay, but Pop is kind of a... Yeah, that's what I said. Well, the fucker's been working for over 30 years. Yeah, like he's. And even that, like, what was he doing on a flight to Vietnam? Touring. Or maybe he was just on vacation. He was on vacation yeah. with his wife. Totally. They're going like, on this tour. They want uh, to visit imagine everywhere. Imagine that. Yeah, they went somewhere other than, like,
0: Miami. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> like, what was he on. doing on the flight? What business of that is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what was he doing over
3: there? Not yeah, their f- pictures before were, like, explore everywhere. That's what they want to do. Yeah. 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 Well,
1: and good for them. But even still, he could have been touring. He still tours and plays everywhere.
3: Yeah, fuck you. So,
1: yeah, former people pop star. still love the guy. Like, is that a former anybody. Well, he's still He's only ever made his living writing, performing, producing. I mean, come on. It, granted, if he was supervising the self checkout at the Burbank Home Depot, yes, former pop star Richard Marks. Yeah. Yes. However, since the guy's still making his living making music. Okay, maybe he's not a pop star anymore, but you can say singer songwriter, whatever you want to call him. But it's just like well, that's former the pop star. Fault. Like it sounds like it is, isn't it's it? Ute's fault. I agree. It's, it's the Utes. Andrew, the utes. how do you feel about Richard Burks? You're awfully quiet over there. He's neutral. Yeah, <laughs> he's. I, I mean, not uh, not good, not bad. Which, being neutral in Andrew's book, is as close to being on the good side of the ledger as you're going to get. You know, that's I, that's a very I'm good, good, I'm good just, point. I have, now, have
2: nothing, nothing negative to say about the man.
1: Good, that's, and that's good so. enough. Uh, that we'll um, take it. But
2: interesting. I mean, he's married to fucking. Daisy Fuentes. That that's the negative thing. You ever think I think she argued him Venus. on SCV
3: back yeah. in like eighty eight and said one
1: day we're gonna bone.
3: Like you ever think they had thought that one time?
1: Could you imagine? But here's the, the epilogue to that story. What happened was when the plane landed, police let the guy go because he was too drunk to get anything out of, and they said they would bring him back in for questioning.
0: They would bring him back in when? No, it's good yes. you put him back in a cell and let him soak yeah. up from there.
2: I'll pick you up on Tuesday.
1: So the cops are waiting for the sunrise. All right, fine.
0: I went for a Deep Cut. I went for Deep Cut. Where they tell you not to walk too far. Like, yeah, <laughs> don't, know, leave, the town. Movies, don't like... leave town. Don't leave town. We'll be watching you. When catches. you're just a subject, <laughs> like a suspect. <laughs> right. This is like, <laughs>
1: don't leave town. Uh, it's crazy, and thankfully, it's brought about a bunch of uh, reform and whatnot. Now, a couple of things with regard to this incident specifically. I would like to think, because I fly a lot, I would like to think that I would step in like he would. I'd. I'd intercede somehow if somebody was getting belligerent and violent or whatever I would like to think I would do that and, uh, and yet another reason to look up to the great Richard Marx. but right I wonder how many people would actually do that like it if depends. somebody was getting violent because uh, look everybody having all work with the public we know people show their inner ass when they're out in public and especially drunk people are happy to do it. So I mean, it depends on, on your radar.
0: Like if I'm looking at that on a scale of one to ten, how likely am I to be stabbed if I get up out of my seat? <laughs> well, if you're on and a plane, if I'm like a, if I'm at a seven, I'm sitting right in my fucking seat.
1: We're <laughs> yeah. gonna watch. You don't even get a plastic yeah. knife on a flight. I wouldn't right, worry too yeah. much about that.
2: <laughs> His nails may be too but long. Yeah,
1: you hear about it all the time. I certainly hear about it, about uh, emergency landings because of a passenger scuffle or whatever, which is just. It's stupid, but it also seems like an American thing where, and this is kind of the other, the other side of it for me, where, well, they're not prepared probably because, as a culture, they probably know how to handle themselves. Whereas in America, it's like, well, of course somebody was belligerent. Of course somebody was starting a fight. Mm-hmm. So maybe the flight crew, I'm not defending the fact that they weren't prepared to subdue this guy or handle the situation, but maybe people plane. keep themselves in line. He
3: should have never been let on the plane then if he was that bad. Well, you would think so. Yeah. Maybe he got that bad on the plane. Maybe he got
0: on the plane, yeah. You know, depending on that the drinks Too many of those, those mini bottles yeah. Man, those
2: Asians love quick. that fucking sake I don't care where you come from
1: That's profiling I How, know. Dare I know. I know. How dare you How dare you insist. But either way, and we don't know Maybe the guy had a knife, we don't know Maybe he was drunk, violent But you know what? The most masculine thing Richard Marks can do Is marry Daisy Fuentes, And he did that, so the next most masculine <laughs> thing right. He is could sub- do some is become the air marshal. a violent passenger He became the air marshal On a flight, yes yeah. He probably Which is has.
0: A, he probably has stab insurance. Anyway, well, he does now. Yeah, wouldn't now, you? He does now? Yeah. <laughs> so like gap I would. Insurance, stab for those, insurance. Next time
1: I get into a scuffle, if I get stabbed, you're gonna pay for this. <laughs> I <right>? would insure <laughs> those pipes like uh, they used to insure uh, actresses' legs back in the day. Yeah, Hand I would. <laughs> yeah.
2: Your hands are insured for a million dollars. So if we wore hats, they, need these things.
1: They would be off to you, Richard Marx. <laughs> All right, April Fool's Day. I'm sure Andrew knows about this. <laughs> Which it's it's great that it was even covered in the news. As far as I could, I could see mainstream news. Well, at least websites. Maybe not like you know, <laughs> the news at six, like the evening news. But uh, on April Fool's Day, Pornhub changed their website to. Corn Hub. <laughs> I told you he'd know about it.
0: Of course he knew about it. And it was it. all it was but they, they fucking re,
1: stupid. They, yeah, they replaced everything with videos of corn and, yeah, corn, and, like, fields. <laughs> yeah, and corn fields. cornfields, and like
2: that, they had, like, hot cob gets butter melted on it, and it's literally <laughs> a video of a corn cob with fucking butter
0: melting on it. That is brilliant. That's an amazing April This was April everywhere. Fool's you still jacked off to it, didn't you? I did. <laughs>
3: <And> <laughs>
2: it, 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 was, it was still hot. hot butter,
0: butter, have you hot butter, ever watched oh, yeah. hot butter melting over a corn cob <laughs> in slow motion? If that doesn't get you all hot. And like and every and butters, title, I don't know what, every Will. title
2: had some kind of pun with, with corn. corn cob, husk, like some combination of those words. Everything you know, I
0: did not even hear
2: about
1: this, and this is brilliant. It was just fucking it's so ridiculous. Dude, I thought that was amazing, but and see, it
2: wasn't. <laughs> and it wasn't their, just their front page either. Like, the whole website. yeah, it was the same. The whole fucking website—they they completely changed the coding yeah, for the it website. Was, it was an overhaul,
0: <laughs> so you even if you dug deep, you wouldn't find actual for at least porn. Good it's it's couple all
2: pages. It was all fucking all just popcorn. kernels. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. there was a popcorn one. You know, like hot kernels get popped or some stupid shit like that. You see, it's just it was brilliant. It was fucking brilliant. It was.
1: That was a
0: genius. April I wonder Fools how long gag. that would have taken them to actually do all that for a day. You know, that <laughs> ruined some
3: chronic masturbators.
2: Oh day yeah, now. you know, someone was like, "What is? Th- I'm going to red tube. All of a sudden, red tube is something stupid.
0: Yeah, bread tube. <laughs> bread, <It's> bread tube. <laughs> <laughs> People <laughs> making toast. Hot, hot bread coming out of the oven. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Shut up, yes. what's <laughs> happening. Watch, watch this loaf get turned on.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, Watch this toast get to... cream. Someone's yeah, spreading yeah, yeah, cream yeah, yeah. cheese yeah, right. on some toast. Someone just makes hum- Once you go black, you never go back. In the Bread. <laughs>
0: Just a pair of hands kneading a ball yeah. of
1: dough yeah. for oh, an dude, hour. That's hot. Yeah. Just
3: two fingers. If anyone from
1: Red Tube is listening, and why wouldn't they be? Please do this next year, Bread tube.
0: Bread tube.
1: Because I, I don't think I don't think Pornhub is gonna is gonna try to try this again. Because no, cats or, out of the back. I mean, or was it? Because only yeah. two of us knew about it. So yeah, but what it was That was so, funny. That was so funny. Funny. And, that was funny. And I love the fact that they could be that aware, and, and the fact that it was a story. Like yeah. I said, as far as a lot of news sites that I, I saw. That's how that the That's the nation. That's honestly <laughs> how I heard about it. That is really how I heard about it. was through the news. They're corn, like, this will get them.
0: Yeah. Like,
2: like the whole everything. And they had like the little leaves on the logo. You know you know, yeah. there
0: were some people still whacking off to that. You're like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I'm here, now. here now.
2: I'm here now. <laughs> you know I'm going to go to the grocery
3: store. going to get a couple of huffs. And yeah.
0: a man, that corn is fucking Yeah, hard. I'm going to get stoned and jerk off. Yeah. Oh, man, now I'm just hungry. Yeah. <laughs> That corn looks so good right Piece now. It's
3: corn in, in right one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Piece of corn in one hand, you're logging another. I got
1: something that. For that, that, that sounds like a fine day in, actually. It does. Now that we're talking about it, I think we're going to stop let's the show go, let's now. Let's go get no, some corn. Well, it's still fucking cold here in New Jersey. We could probably do
3: that. Yeah, Jersey corn I is think not so. season. Yeah.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll uh, import it or yeah, get it from we'll, another. We'll import it somewhere. <laughs> Why not? Hot buttered corn? Hot buttered corn. <laughs> well, I'll take it where I can get it. Yeah, Sticking with food in a um, <laughs> hilarious move, for the summer, Budweiser changed the name of its beer to America. Come on. Now, <laughs> I have
2: said this, and Ryan will agree with me, the current ad campaign for Budweiser is something along the lines of, this isn't a hobby, meaning they're attacking yeah, nobody the likes... us, the craft yeah. brewer guys. Nope. <laughs> Nick, this because- isn't a hobby. We it's been done the hard way since whatever they we've been squeezing urinal cakes for decades. <laughs> we're trying to make this shitty shit done shitty the hard beer. way,
0: making one beer.
2: Yeah, done the hard way. It's not done the hard way. I think I tweeted this. It's not done the hard way unless they're still using the. Fucking horses to grind the grains.
1: Yeah, yeah. fuck you. Clydesdales yeah. are grinding the grains. Yeah.
2: Fuck you. <laughs> and you and own most half
1: of those those microbreweries. Yeah, they exactly. Them all you fucking Budweiser. AB Inbev owns the majority but... of everything. Right, this alcohol. A, uh, but the thing is, the company that owns Budweiser aren't they Belgian? They're a mixture. That A AB and here's a push uh-huh.
2: Inbev. Inbev is is two separate companies. One was a uh, the Mexican beers, and InBev, yes, would be the um, Stella Artois and all those, those style beers. Right. <laughs> but Imbev bought a, uh, Anheuser-Busch, and I guess Anheuser-Busch was a, a larger commodity. That's why their initials come first. This oh, was, I see. This was a couple... I think it was like 2007 What But
1: do you so. even call the beer... Ma- I mean, it's, it's as obnoxious as Prego.
2: Yeah, exactly. Our, jar, You're uh, our jarred, our
1: sauce is called "You're welcome." <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it is. And what does it say about us? Yeah, hey, right? guess what? America beer. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, shitty beer. It is. Shitty, shitty beer. That's terrible.
2: Yeah. No worst
1: for beer. I, that's yeah. that's just obnoxious. It is. It is. I, I just I couldn't believe
2: drinkability. That. Yes, I understand that. Here
0: we no, go. Drinkability here. is
1: fine. Yeah. Everything. I mean, urine has drinkability. Fine. It's this just a matter is, of the degree. I, this yeah. is the
2: thing I've run into with beer snobs. Is you get to this point it's like a bell curve you get to this point where you've had all these fucking beers and all of a sudden it drops back down because now they want drinkability because the beers that Ryan and I like are high alcohol volume everything is like 6% and up for these beers Mm -hmm. so you get these snobs who are like no I just want to go out and party and have a few you know kick back a few beers like not one or two but like seven or eight or nine or ten so So that's that's why why low
0: alcohol that's why all the hipsters are drinking PBR PBR. now yeah Yeah, because it's like four point something because it's 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 ironic
2: no it's not because
0: it's a cheap beer no it's not
2: it's not even cheap anymore. It used to be when it. came. It used to be, but now it's. Ba- it's still because the same. now it's because, popular because
1: so. all the hipsters wanted. Right. It. Yeah. Well, they'll have to switch to
2: Natty
3: Ice
1: if they want to go with the ironic beer. Now
2: here, hold, here's the bottom of my shoe. You might as well just lick that.
3: I mean, that, yeah. was, that beer was an official sponsor for wife beating.
2: I
0: mean, <laughs> really? Just, <you> know. <laughs> no, that's Nattie my jaw. Yeah. yeah, Natty no.
1: Ice was every fraternity's uh, go-to. There's beer a there
2: fucking was. can called Natty Daddy. It's the big like. Tall boy can Oh I see
1: Oh fuck yeah. that For kid beaters <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Forget why We're beating the kids now. I'm just guessing I'm not into beer But I'm For just For the extra I'm stains On your guinea tea Right Keeping it on, on the light But still somewhat uh, Angry arena uh, Rock and roll all fame Inductions Which we, I don't think We've ever covered before this But we should Pearl Jam right The two, No 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 Not this year's the, no. Not the ones going in 2017 The ones that went in In 2016 oh, okay okay But let's just go over them Cheap trick Fucking yep. finally Deep purple Chicago, nice. Steve Miller and NWA. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Now (laughs) one of these things is not
0: like (laughs) right. Well, that's been
1: my problem for the Rocker Hall of Fame. Aside from the fact that they're that clueless, that they it took this long to induct Deep Purple number one. Yeah, I mean they're the oldest band on that list. Yeah, I think it's 25 years since your debut album. Because like Pearl Jam's going in this year because their debut album was '91. Yep. So yeah, 25 years. So that means. Cheap Trick was eligible in 1999. Deep Purple was eligible in, like, 94. And these bands are just going in now. Now, unfortunately, John Lord, keyboardist for Deep Purple, has passed away. So, he wasn't there for the ceremony, which sucks, because everybody who votes is dragging their ass on who gets in. But NWA gets in almost right away. And no doubt, Because of the success of Straight Outta Compton and how much that got. There's always that cool factor. Like, fucking Beastie Boys got in and Madonna's in and all these other people. I mean, I think the Rockwell Hall of Fame's horseshit anyway. Just because of the induction process and who gets in and how long it takes for people to get in. Rush. But, yeah. That's that's a a perfect example. Rush. (laughs) Well, I mean, you could even say the same thing for Kiss. They said the same thing. Kiss was pushed aside forever. Really? And they just got in, I think, last year or the year before. Within the last two years. But they only inducted I believe the original four. Yeah, yeah there
3: was yeah. a big controversy about yeah. that. Well, I mean, it's a, it's Ace the same and with wouldn't show up, yeah. yeah. No if they were going to show up and play. Well, they did. They well, didn't they, they didn't play, play together. together, but right. still there've been a lot
1: of members of Kiss who've been in the band for a long time yeah. while Ace and Peter were out and the, I mean, Eric Singer has been playing drums for Kiss on and off since the 80s, so he should be in and, and the same way same thing as Deep Purple where Steve Morse has been the guitar player for geez almost 25 years now Hmm. he was in the band longer than richie blackmore was (laughs) and he didn't get inducted with deep purple nope they were selective about which eras they were letting in and uh, deep purple has a checkered history it's like a it's like one of those family tree bands where you actually need to look and see who was in and when (laughs) when it comes to guitar players and singers and
0: yeah yeah, you ever ever see those those charts on wikipedia when you have like a band with with longevity like that Oh yeah, they, they do like the color coded, uh yes. you know charts yeah. where like, all these dotted histories. Yeah. Like, oh, he was in, he was out, he was in, he was out. Well, I was well that's why like, Guns that... N' Roses, because I have no idea.
1: Who yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least Deep Purple does it, where it's like they refer to themselves as like the Mark III lineup, the Mark IV lineup. They distinguish themselves by name, so or at least by so you know what era it is. It, it's still sad to think that it took this long for these bands to get in, though, and it's just an ass-kissy move to let N.W.A. in. I'm sorry. Like, that's one. That, and again, it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Nothing against NWA. And I get they're influential. And, you know, they're riding a wave of popularity right now, which is fine. And I get that the Rock Hall wants to... to uh, g- Yeah. G- well, and get a piece of that popularity. So, right. like, hey, people are going to tune in.
3: Well, now it's in the, the MTV era where everything was considered rock and roll back then. You know, I, I, I
0: guess. Yeah, it's yeah, just... To, to most people, just rock sucks. and roll means a certain...
1: It means rock and roll. <laughs> it means rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> instruments, I mean, and drums, <laughs> guitar, I, I bass. I get that yeah, the Beastie Boys occasionally had instruments in there, but they're not fucking they rock and they roll. Mostly the '80s. They should be in the, the hall of fame. Started as
2: a punk band, and then they—they they did, but they're they fell not known—they're yeah. not
1: known as being a punk band. But by the now. '90s, <laughs> they were mostly
0: electronic. Yeah, with the exception of maybe Sabotage, that had some guitars,
1: but other than that, I don't know. I'm just—it's just kind of disappointing. And yeah, this year it's like Pearl Jam gets in right away. But you had to drag your ass on Cheap Trick and Deep Purple and Chicago and mm. all this. I mean, Journey's getting in this year. What the fuck?
2: Now? took it really? till 2007.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You would think. And that's the big question Absolutely this year is whether insane. or not Steve Perry is going to show up. I guess we'll be covering that a year from now, whether or not he's going to show up for the uh, ceremony. Right. So, been gone. yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have been gone. I'm just going to imitate every singer Steve we're going to talk about. Perry. <laughs> Speaking of singers... And this is part of the, the clickbait world we live in that we talked more about last week. Justin Timberlake supposedly was going to face 30 days in jail for taking a voting booth selfie. Right. Which, what, and, what kind of uh-huh. asshole prosecutor is going to go after Justin Timberlake for taking a selfie and getting people and to vote? I
0: i I've seen the photo, as I'm sure most people have. You can't actually see anything exactly. on, on his
1: screen. There's nothing discernible on the screen. Right. B. Who cares? What's the like, problem? What's 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 the issue? There there isn't an issue. Nobody's going to. It's like a fifty dollars fine and thirty days in jail, which seems seems at least a little disproportionate. Yeah, yeah. It does to me. <laughs> Justin? Yeah, even fifty dollars and
0: thirty, 30 days, days in, in jail. jail. And if you think that what? Justin Timberlake can't buy his way out of jail, right? Like, he's not going to jail. But, no.
1: but aside from that, it's also. Well, I guess if he pays a hundred dollars, he could probably skirt the thirty days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. The fine's so low. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. He's like, i make that in a half hour, bitch. Here. Half hour? <laughs> <Yeah>. Shit. <laughs> if it takes that long. Three yeah. minutes. <laughs> but he's just, wait, there it goes. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's one of those problems, though, where it's, it, it's, a, it's a non-story, but it turns into a story. Yeah. Right. Because everybody just wants the clicks, mm-hmm. which is sad. It's like, here's something that's not even a problem. Didn't we just talk about Gawker? <laughs> yes. That's what I mean. Like it, It's one of those things everybody turns into something like, oh, Justin Timberlake going to jail for a voting booth set what he's not, no. he's not going to jail that's the picture he's not going to jail and again who's going to go after him nobody who's no. who's some douchebag lawyer. There's no, there's what no prosecutor. It, no, but we're no. going to Not even the losing this It's no, Yeah, I mean it's it. a case you're guaranteed to lose. Yeah. It's just stupid. But it, it's one of those things that annoys me. Like, well, this is what it comes to because no. like no. everybody else, you know, like, Justin no, Timberlake's no, no, no. facing jail time.
2: No, no. no. The, someone will tr- would have tried to go after him just so they could get the notoriety of, yeah, I was the prosecutor that went after Justin Timberlake.
3: Well, it's nothing big, though. It's not like yeah, Clint, but like, it's but it's a case that's a guaranteed loss. Right.
1: It's just a, that'd be a PR nightmare. Like that's what I mean. Yeah, it, it would totally – it would be it's a waste of – a brief of,
3: headline on Access Hollywood. That's it. Th-
1: yes, and that's probably what it was. NTMZ, no doubt. You know, we're going to just audience. file this under non-issue and yeah. move on. <laughs> Speaking of things that shouldn't have, I've, there's not much continuity here, but I'll just go with the flow of how the conversation's going. Uh, things that uh, got a lot of heat that shouldn't have. Let's talk about Chewbacca Mom.
0: Chewbacca Here's, Mom. Uh, oh, that – Yeah. So we live in America – the country where a chubby mom can get famous by putting on a plastic Chewbacca mask and just laughing hysterically for about ten minutes, and she got fucking famous. I avoided yeah, that, that video. She's doing
3: the toy commercials
0: for Star Wars. I avoided yeah. that
2: com- that that video and Coles yeah. forever. Kohl's. Like I don't even know what that video contained. It said Chewbacca mom, and I saw she
0: put on the mask and just the laughed. That they sell, she was uh,
1: je- here is she was amused by it. I mean, nobody believes it was like a contrived kind of thing yeah, where she yeah. was like pretending. Which is – that's why I don't understand the fascination. Are we that jaded that we're actually – is it one of those things where we're just making a nobody into somebody for basically no reason? Or are we so negative and was such a downer year that this was something where we actually found Sheered a genuine up. lure in? Yeah. Were we actually well, she, just so happy that there was like, oh, look, somebody can it, find it, joy it in something ordinary? kind of
3: innocent because for the first week she got invited to Lucasfilm in California the the studio and everything else and then they had her on the web the web episode the star wars show and they talk about oh i'm so grateful and everything else then she's charging autographs yeah so it's like but, really yeah just enjoy the experience if you get invited nope. like oh it's a fun thing everyone's Great. looking it's for a fade piece away i appreciate whatever no I'll, I'll i'm take still money just for an autograph.
0: baffled as to how that video went viral that's what i'm saying it's it, it, and how it, she she got i mean nobody's talking about her anymore right like that, that well she's doing this toy commercial totally but that's wars what i mean now did for it, holidays but that's, that's it i've never even yeah but
1: like nobody's gonna be talking about her in two years I mean, and, and, but that's, that's what I'm wondering. Are we so cynical that people were actually, like, amused by it? That we thought, like, here's somebody genuinely enjoying something. Aw. Yeah, and that's Pretty exactly much. what it was. Is that what it, it is? is. It was just, just the just cat to, video that week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess so. I mean, I and feel the same kind of way. On a human level, I guess,
0: I guess I understand it, but I just don't know
1: how it exploded like that. because yeah. it was tied to Star Wars. It has to be. It has to be. Maybe, she was, Star Wars is maybe such, she was a plant. Star Wars is... <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. No, but Star Wars is it's as mainstream as it gets now. Yeah. I mean, to the point where I wonder right. if nerds are pissed off now that everybody loves Star Wars. It used to just be a... Right, this used to be now. ours. Yeah, I, no. I really want to know that, if nerds are pissed. I don't think that pissed. way at all. I don't think that way at all. It's awesome. No. Well, no, it is for you, but you're not one of those people. Yeah, I'm talking about mask the angry nerds. it
3: has been nerds. out since September of the year before, when all the merchandise... You would know Force that. Awakens. No, I'm serious. <laughs> it's been out, So, but then afterwards, it's sold out everywhere for... Of course, minutes, yeah. But you yeah. can find it anyway.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure people are making their own videos. Well, wear the mask. We'll <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. But see, I was similarly fascinated by the the attraction to Ken Bone for that same reason. He was instantly a Halloween <laughs> costume. There was oh a, my there God. was a female yes, he was a Ken Halloween Bone costume. Sexy, Halloween costume. Yeah, sexy Ken sexy Bone, Ken, right? Yeah. It's why? a fucking sweater like his
3: real name Ken yeah. yeah That's his real
2: name That's his real name
3: yeah.
1: Here's
2: what he, he stood I know. up and I he
1: just, just, stood, You can't make it up He stood to
2: ask a question to Who was it Hillary or Trump
1: I don't uh, No he was Well that's the thing That town hall Were voters who were undecided oh, okay. Which why would you want to go on TV And admit like I have no idea <laughs> that seems like such a weird thing that people who showed up just like,
0: hmm, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Why don't they you, you like, tell me why Yeah,
0: da, dazzle me right
1: now. Tell me why I should da, vote da. for you. But yeah. here's here's a dude, everybody just kind of ran with it, where it's just like, oh, look at him, he's so cute and ordinary. Not all, not all heroes wear capes. They wear sweaters. Shut the fuck up. Oh, I hate yeah. you, internet. It's so, it's so nah. weird. Well, but here's the crazy thing. Everybody developed... Literally, this is overnight affection for the man, and then he's scrutinized because of, like, comments he made on Reddit, and, like, look, he's commented on porn, and, like we said earlier with the Corn Hub thing, everybody knows about porn, so don't be surprised that somebody's watching porn online or leaving a comment.
2: While listening to this.
1: Yeah. So what? <laughs> Why not? Like, but, who, who doesn't watch porn? It, totally. In the grand
0: scheme of things. Yeah.
1: But this whole this whole <laughs> notion of, like, oh, yeah? Well, look at this guy. I mean, it's... Frankly, I feel the same thing about like um who's who's the dude who handles all the all the WikiLeaks uh, stuff um what's his name? Julian, Julian Assange. Assange. Thank you. I don't like that there's this whole
2: you have to know everything.
1: Yes, there's about this whole everybody. mentality if you have to know everything about everyone, nothing's private. But at the same time, there's somebody like Julian who is saying what gets released and when the the Pumpkin one who's Master? saying what yeah, what should be released about whom and when it is like that's still somebody is not like the information is for everybody. No, it's not if you're choosing when it's released and about whom it's released. I, I don't like the, I just don't like the fact that everyone is being put under a fucking microscope. I mean, especially Ken Bone, whose popularity had nothing to do with him. I mean, he wasn't promoting himself. He, he was just picked to ask a question to the presidential candidates. And then everybody needs to, you know, put this guy under a fucking microscope. Why? yeah we just need to he's like, not running we had for to president, president. <laughs> it's, yeah. totally it's like this guy who actually was interested enough to show up i mean like i said i don't understand the mentality of somebody would show up just be like mm, i don't know yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> it was the ryan Taggart mentality <laughs> i don't know when it comes to who to vote for yes, but it, it's so weird like this this whole thing of just we need to we need to out everybody for everything they've done like well you know who ken bone is oh yeah look what he's, he posted on reddit Look what he said about Trayvon Barton look what porn he was watching who gives a fuck yeah, yeah like honestly. it doesn't matter and then it's and, and gone as soon as possible but the fact that the next day or two days later that there was a fucking costume right and there was a, a sexy Ken bone costume the sexy what Ken is bone. going on what is going on
0: no that was we yeah we put these people on pedestals for no reason whatsoever. We we find something that that we like to cling to, and next week it'll be someone else, and the week after that it'll be someone else. Yeah. And we, we lift them up, and I, I don't I guess I don't just don't understand why mm-hmm. why why everybody just loves. Oh, I don't either. Whether they they love a person to that point, like they love the Chewbacca mom, or they love to hate someone like Ken Bone and have to dig up every little piece of dirt in his life, as if he's going to be caring for your children or running the country or doing anything important where. Maybe you need to know about these things. Of course, that are, are, yeah. might he's be unsavory. Ju- he's just a random his character. Dude. right?
1: And I'm not. That's not. A he's knock got no to responsibility
0: him. to you, right? To the point where you have to be like, "Oh man, look what he did!" You just Who suddenly, yeah, you suddenly I mean, had this investment you. in him, right? There's I, no I, investment.
1: I have no idea, but, yeah, where that comes from, but, for but, better or worse, he's lifted up, just like, uh, just like Chewbacca, mom. just like same Chewbacca thing. Mom. Like, yeah. that's why I like. What is that trend that's happening? And then you know, I mean, I don't know if her being put under a microscope, but you know, of course he was. So I mean, there's probably more backlash to going after, you know, what do you have against Chewbacca, Mom, and you know, she's she's a mother, and this woman's a mother, and you know, everybody likes to grandson. But but what does she say to that? her children?
3: Anybody could put on a Chewbacca mask and make that. <laughs> that video literally could have been and yeah. You would
1: think so. It could have been. But a, we just
3: gravitate to oh, they're they're slightly different. Yeah, but it a... could have
0: been a fat forty-year-old nerd who did it, or it could have been mm-hmm. a twenty-year-old girl who did it. Oh, uh, a hot chick had done if, it, forget if, it. Yeah. She'd have her own fucking
1: calendar right now. She would. <laughs> For yeah. 2017. I mean, she'd be and on I the cover of Maxim. We're... And yeah, and yeah. I know
0: we're just being haters here. Maybe you know she was a, maybe genuine and had just having a great time.
1: And I don't hate her. In, yeah, I don't. Like I don't for, hate her either. I don't feel she's, she's I'm just trying to understand how Chewbacca she got mom to where is. She was is to me what Richard Marx is to Andrew. Like she doesn't register for me. I just no. don't understand the this this cultural the need hysteria. we have. Yeah, that yeah. that we need to do that with Chewbacca mom and Ken Bone, where it's just like, oh my god, look at this person. I mean, even his Twitter bio, which I don't have handy, but it's something like, uh, I would have thought my 15 minutes were up by now, or something like that. He's, <laughs> he's very self-aware right. of what's going on and is at least responding to it with, with a bit of humor. Uh, sure. Anyway, moving on. Let's talk about people who are actually sexy. Because Dwayne Johnson, People Magazine's sexiest, sexiest man. man alive. Yeah, man. That's right. He is damn sexy. He, he is. is. <laughs> uh, this is a big deal, because uh, I'm pretty sure the only uh, in, in the history of... Sexiest man alive. Not that I went and looked it up, but the only one I could think of before went who was <laughs> <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> the He's only other, the only other, the only other bald guy, whoever was, was Sean Connery, who was sexiest man alive. So it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a big deal. Normally it's like you know Channing Tatum, Matthew McConaughey, and uh, now it's The Rock, who looks nothing like any of the. Or Chris Hemsworth was one kind and of. We had Matt Damon snuck in there somehow. <laughs> 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 I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> But but, (laughs) I I say I say also notable because he's a registered Republican. Yeah. Kind of surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That you know it would be something. Yeah. That just Uh, negates all of your sexiness to to the rest of the world. But I I do want to know though how much of that because he he had a daughter in the last year. I want to know how much of that has to do with having kids because all of them have kit McConaughey has kids. Channing Tatum has a kid. Hemsworth has two kids.
2: That'd be two, because he is a 15-year-old. Uh, oh, no, that. that's
1: true. That's I forgot he was like a 15-year-old. Yeah, yeah I yeah, forgot yeah. about that. I'm thinking he just had a baby, so that's why it's fresh in my true, mind. He's like that, a year old. No,
2: he, he, he had a 15-year-old with his former wife.
1: Well, I just wonder how much that plays into the I Sexiest think, Man what, Alive what equation. I, what, I think,
2: what I think played into the Sexiest Man Alive is that even though him, him and his former wife divorced, they didn't divo- div- divorce... They didn't divo- divorce. 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 <laughs> There's that New Jersey accent yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they didn't <laughs> di- divorce because of, of <laughs> horrible reasons.
3: He's a workaholic. He is, obviously. He well, and she's, he's an 11 she's, day worker. She's,
2: she's his manager for yeah. the Seven Bucks production. Oh, yeah? That's his company. Oh, yeah. Cool. I
3: didn't know
1: that. So, TV
2: show, movies, mm-hmm. like his own special... YouTube channel that he created yeah. his own thing on. Yeah.
1: I, I hate to put a damper on the joy, but let's talk about this year's phony outrage,
2: shall we? Which one next? Which we one? Have a lot of thoughts. I have Where's a litany.
1: Three hours on dead people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why are you doing this to us? Why do you have to bring it back down again? Uh, all right, I, I have a bunch of them because I've been keeping track all year. Let's start out with, and, and some of them you guys may not know about, but I've, I, I now have my care, eyes open. Because we don't care it's false rage. It is. But, le- well, then let's go over them now. Perfect timing. Uh, Blake Lively posted a photo on Instagram, which was her at the Cannes Film Festival. A uh, composite photo, which was uh, the, the left photo was her from the front. The right photo was her from the back. And uh, the caption was, LA Face with an Oakland booty. Quote from "Baby Got Back" from Sir Mix A Lot, and people went berserk.
2: Why? Because she's white and she's quoting a black song. Yes, and a, she's
1: she's appropriating lyrics celebrating women of color and their bodies. Celebrating. Post. She's C- celebrating. This, is, well, women of this color. this is further proof of a rich white lady using her privilege. Dude, it, the, the, oh, the response. Dear God and just just a, using her privilege to quote a black. Uh, Yes. <laughs> I get I get in the mud so you guys don't have to I read the Huffington Post response to this And it quotes all these tweets that, that, that apparently were sensible And completely called for And the worst part is The end of the article Now this is what the author wrote To close out the article One sentence Let's all try to do better Are you no, fucking kidding She's quoting a song to just brag on her hot body And she that's is really really that's hot That's all it is that's it. all yeah. it is why
2: do we need to turn everything into something? My Anaconda don't want, want none unless you got buns, hon. Yeah. yeah. You hear that, yeah. ladies? No problem yeah. with songs <laughs> like Andrew's and saying that yeah. at all. Yeah. Did Did that objectify women. Yeah, no, they, mm. they're, they're, they're propagating beautiful black stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, no. He wants to fuck fat, bootied bitches. Yeah. You
0: dumb cunts. His Anaconda don't who doesn't? want none of that. <laughs>
2: oh, my yeah. God.
0: May I just say who
1: doesn't? <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> Is there a guy? we? do you know, you want to take this, this your you're
2: rich your rich white privilege? How about the fact that there's a term called POG,
1: p a w g. Fat ass white girl. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. Look at that. Fuck yeah. you. Fuck you and your privilege.
0: No, don't get me started it's, on uh, that. but yeah. that's
1: what I mean. Here's something. She's just post she's quoting a song. Everybody knows the song. It's, which is a novelty song It's right up there With you know The chipmunks Christmas, Christmas, yeah. Christmas, <laughs> It's a novelty song yeah. Nothing uh, That's not putting it down It is It American is song Name, name yeah. three more songs By Sir Mix-A-Lot I Nobody can't. can do it I can't Nobody yeah. <laughs> it, it, Which it's fine It's cool Look I have no doubts Bought him several houses And a lot of drinks and dinners So And women th- With
2: big booties uh, Without and a doubt big booties. Oh yeah. I bet
1: they were Lining up a daisy chain of women Outside <laughs> his house At all hours Even today
2: Yeah guarantee. Anyway, next. But this is, yeah. let th- yeah, just stop Come next. On. Phony outrage Is bullshit. Blake
1: Lively even from Oakland? Anyway. Who gives up? <laughs> so I'm just fucking around. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Huffington Post and the shit brains who work at that, uh, that periodical, yeah. uh, I hesitate to call it, there was the selfie taken by Liz Heron in the editor's meeting. You guys must have all seen this. Basically, I forget what the caption is and I don't have the tweet in front of me because, you know, fuck it. Uh, it's just like, you know, notice anything? Yeah, it's a room full of all women. Ornery bitches. Who knew? Who, are Who knew there white. would be all women. All white. There may be... Two of them might be Asian. They might be squinting for the photo. Who knows? But still, <laughs> it's all women. What did I know? What? That's not being rude. I can't tell. It's a selfie. You can't see everybody at the end of the, the long table. That's not me. I'm being honest. You need to be more sensitive, Chris. Yeah. You siss. What did I notice yeah. about that photo? The high horses were cropped out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the high horses they were sitting on That were they rode out. in on. Yeah. Yes. And they're they all obviously, collapsed and died from well, exhaustion. That's the funny part. Under the weight of self righteousness, I love that they were getting called out for the Huffington Post, which is so self righteous and insists on on calling people out for everything that is fair and just. It's just like, oh, look, a bunch of white ladies running this, and they're the ones who are speaking on behalf of everybody else. They're the ones criticizing Blake Lively on behalf of who? Who? Yeah, nobody who, that
4: cares.
1: Am I supposed to know what that is? No. no. Okay, good. Why? Good. good. I'm sorry. I do, I do have the tweet here. It was noticed anything about this Huffington Post editors meeting. And, of course, all the replies with, yeah, yeah. all white women. <laughs> yeah, well. Which was hilarious. I forgot I did actually um, save that. All of which write an article agreeing. a week about checking your privilege. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all, all millennial white women in L.A. Hey, who, t- yeah. To tie together phony outrage and The Rock. Oh, God. Do you guys know about uh, the, the costume, the outrage about the costume for his character Maui? Yes. That came about?
2: Because it, 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 it stereotypes Samoans
1: as being fat. No, not only that. It was appropriating Hawaiian culture. The fact that you are Appropriating it. Yes. The fact yeah. that you or I can wear a costume with brown skin and tattoos is appropriating their culture. Should it have been it a middle be middle-aged white right. guy with a Hawaiian fucking shirt on yeah, Should we, I bring up gods God of
2: Egypt? Is. Like what oh well, f- that
1: that gets criticized all the time God, between gods of Egypt and no, Exodus then, and- no
2: what I what I'm saying is the fact that they'll bitch about all, an all white cast of for an obviously non white subject but then you go the other way when they have an obviously try at least trying to be true mm-hmm. to certain he's culture. a Hawaiian a
1: Polynesian I think is what it qualifies yeah, Hawaii, as right yeah, yeah Hawaiian he's, he's, Hawaii. he's Samoan. Samoan, 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 yes. Samoan yeah. yeah
2: so but I mean like. Like they're doing it true. Like he followed through. The the fucking songs are in the native tongue and everything else. Yeah. And then you're gonna bitch because appropriating.
1: You, who? But who cares if someone wants to dress up like the cat? First of all, it's a fictional character. Yeah. Second of all, it's, it's a good like, thing. Supposed if he, to be celebrating the culture of Hawaii. Like, what the fuck? Moana wasn't even out yet, but I it's a you pronounce hit. half of
2: those names because they're fucking Hawaiian. They got too many fucking apostrophes in them. <laughs> but they because they're being they're being genuine yes. about it.
1: Why can't someone wearing the costume be a genuine fan? Could it could just be a fan of the rock. Are you
2: going to make fun of the little white kid that's wearing the fucking Maui shirt because yes. he loves the rock?
1: Yes. Fuck you. Yes, that kid is appropriating their culture. And trying to trying to own it, trying I'm to, don't go to buy a Maui
3: No, I'm going to buy a fucking
1: Maui shirt. Jack Jack is wearing a t shirt right now which has the uh, the Iron Man core on it.
0: See, and that, and, and that's the part that, that's so divisive. Everybody thinks they want togetherness and acceptance and tolerance. They don't. But you're not allowed to touch anything that's not yours. Exactly. Stay in your own corner. Yeah. yeah. Don't we ever, if you're we're, white, we're all the same except we're not. If you're white, <laughs> don't like black music, don't yeah. wear Hawaiian stuff, you, you're not allowed to do anything that doesn't involve just being white. Yeah. But, so, but at the same bullshit. time, check your privilege to be able to just be white yeah, because and not your, have to worry your, about it. It was anything. your choice
2: to be born white.
0: Right. And that means you get to just float through life on cloud nine free yeah, of obstacles the, the or four of us are in rejection well, or if, loss. Listen, or yeah.
1: if, if I saw an I Asian dude. paycheck to paycheck. I yeah, fucking choose it. <laughs> if there was somebody, if there was a, a black dude, an Asian dude, anybody wearing the T-shirt uh, Jack has on, which looks like Iron Man's core, you know, that, that powers the suit and everything. Yeah. And and had his facial hair shaved to look like Tony Stark, I wouldn't be pissed off. Nope. Because no. it's somebody... And and if, if I were, then I would be wrong, which would really be just the opposite of what's going on now. I would be wrong like just because I'm a white male. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Well, that's what I mean. There's nothing wrong. If they're, like, the culture's being celebrated. Nobody's... I mean, look, maybe some dickhead will be wearing it ironically or just like, look, I'm Hawaiian. I'm some hipster fuck. But otherwise... In general, no, there's not a problem. But of course the you know, there was an, an apology issued and you know the costume was pulled and because everyone's an idiot. I just I hate that everybody has taken the approach of reacting to everything. It's the same thing like when so if you're driving through a park or walking through a parking lot rather, and somebody drives by and it's like that car tried to run me over. No, they didn't. The car's just driving. They didn't try to, who wants to run you over? But everybody's taken that. Insane narcissism and applied it to everything, so everybody reacts like they're constantly under attack now.
2: I think the Hulk's costume needs to be pulled from the shelves. It's generating a negative stereotype against plants.
3: Because <laughs> it's a it's man with a shirt off, you I mean, see nipples. You mean <laughs> I know. nipples?
1: You mean Groot costumes? That too, <laughs> even, worse. even worse. They're the worst offenders. He's a giant plant. It's and, and listen, and to make it even worse, as if that wasn't annoying enough for um, for Halloween. The University of Florida oh, offered, offered counseling for students offended by Halloween costumes. This was actually posted on their blog. Some Halloween costumes reinforce stereotypes of particular races, genders, cultures, or religions. Regardless of intent which is funny, these costumes can perpetuate negative stereotypes causing harm and offense to groups of people. Harm. If you are troubled by an incident that does occur, please know there are many resources available. Like a noose. <laughs> yeah, please. You yeah. fuck fucking pussy. Fucking
2: Florida.
3: If you, yeah, no, if you it's go- not
1: just Florida. That, it, that
2: just happened to be Florida putting that on their blog. There's plenty of other fucking places of... Higher learning that have these safe spaces, and I think, Ryan, you and I talked about that, about you were, you were supposed to be challenged at these yes. places, and now they're offering you safe spaces with coloring books well, and that's, bean bags. That's what the
0: college campus used to be. That's what I mean. It yeah. used to be a place of ideas where people would have to fight with each other, and that was the whole fucking point. Yeah, debate club, except expanded. But now uh, America just really needs a top-notch sand removal service for its collective (laughs) vagina. (laughs) That's really what has to happen. We need an evacuation. That is perfect. Oh, that is God. amazing.
1: Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, Roto- everything's Roto-
0: Roto- just inflamed. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, some, bro- uh... I'm talking roto-rooter. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> you.
2: Talking this get
3: team.
1: up in there and get every little little every grain out. out. Every <laughs> grain <laughs> out. <laughs> Listen, it's not all bad though. When it comes to how colleges are handling these things, on the opposite end of the spectrum, University of Chicago. Yes, had a letter for incoming freshmen. I'm going to read directly from the Chicago Tribune because it's worded better than I could and because the letter isn't published in full in this article, but just so everybody understands that this bullshit isn't being tolerated everywhere. Dear class of 2020 student, welcome and congratulations on your acceptance to the college at the University of Chicago. Earning a place in our community of scholars is no small achievement, and we are delighted that you selected Chicago to continue your intellectual journey. Once here, you will discover that one of the University of Chicago's defining characteristics is our commitment to freedom of inquiry and expression. This is captured in the university's faculty report on freedom of expression. Members of our community are encouraged to speak, write, listen, challenge, and learn without fear of censorship. Civility and mutual respect are vital to all of us, and freedom of expression does not mean the freedom to harass or threaten others. You will find that we expect members of our community to be engaged in rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. At times, this may challenge you or even cause discomfort. Our commitment to academic freedom means that we do not support so-called trigger warnings. We do not cancel invited speakers because their topics might prove controversial, and we do not condone the creation of intellectual safe spaces where individuals can retreat from ideas and perspectives at odds with their own. Fostering the free exchange of ideas reinforces a related university priority, building a campus that welcomes people of all backgrounds. Diversity of opinion and background is a fundamental strength of our community. The members of our community must have the freedom to espouse and explore a wide range of ideas. I'm enclosing a short monograph by Dean John W. Boyer, the Martin A. Ryerson Distinguished Service Professor in History and Dean of the College, which provides a helpful primer. Well, it kind of goes on from there. Uh, If you're interested in the source material mentioned, uh, again, welcome to the University of Chicago. See you in September. Can I get a hallelujah from the congregation? Yes.
4: How awesome. Oh, my God. somebody
1: standing up. Now, one of the theories behind this, which I think is probably more than a theory, is because supposedly, I haven't seen any data on this, but hearing about it, I believe it, alumni aren't sending in contributions in the numbers they used to. And why would someone who's 62 want to send a donation to support safe spaces and counseling for Halloween costumes and other bullshit? Can you blame them?
3: No, not at all.
1: This uh, America is a country full of pussies. It's That's really what, we've what it boils down into. to. Yeah.
0: Everybody is a raging pussy. There's just no other word for it. But everybody
1: owns it. Everybody owns their ineptitude too. Oh, Hey, I don't know anything about this. It seems to be cool to acknowledge that you don't know anything. So hey, you, man, I don't know anything about cars. I don't take, know anything but about. You won't take the chance to fucking learn about it either. No, and even worse kind of like we were saying last week about the fact that people can't just acknowledge other people everybody needs to take like the us and them perspective or if you're not with us you're against us perspective when it comes to just political party and beyond that's kind of what it is I mean it's it's annoying that everybody wants as soon as something comes up everybody's expected to weigh in you need to weigh in so everybody knows you're on what's the deemed the socially acceptable perspective on whatever social issue is hot that day so everybody knows that you're okay. And it's it's ridiculous. And yeah, the safe spaces and challenging ideas. Look, I'll even go so far as to say that was part of the problem with the election. That's not who I voted for. Why didn't they win? Exactly. That's that, honestly, that's part of it is yep. millennials who did support. I mean, they, were, they probably had the same disappointment when Bernie didn't get the nomination, if we're being honest. Sure, because millennials were all hot on, hey, Bernie's going to give us free stuff, and we don't want to do shit. We don't want to earn anything, and... If you earned it, that means you did something wrong and stepped on people to get there. God, we sound like old men right now. <laughs> we do. But that's the crazy thing. We're not old. No. We're in our early to mid-30s. Yeah. These people aren't that much younger than us. No. no but there's not. been what such happened? a weird shift. No, this is the participation trophy generation. Yeah. They got rewarded for doing nothing. Showing up. You know, that's that it. That
2: like saying that. It's like, I got those when I was younger. In bowling for my Catholic school, everyone got a trophy for just signing up. Whether or not your team won. And I, I even said that to my father, who was the coach of my bowling team. Like, why did I get this? Well, see, the, it's... And I, I've
0: seen I things have where... I still those trophies. I, I just, got
2: one karate. And the next year, I went and
3: fucking got second place.
0: See, and the thing is, like, there, I there work are... I for it. There are kids who are college age now that are, are firing back. They're like, don't lump me in with them. I didn't ask for the participation trophy. You know, they but handed also it to people me. people who were And so the kids, like, when they're kids... At that point, it's not their fucking fault that their parents are lunatics. And that no. gets ingrained in them so early, though, that by the time they are grown up, they expect oh, yeah. oh, that listen. entitlement. It's, they expect, uh, it's Generation X. Why didn't I get what I want? It's Generation, Generation- X's fault. Sure. well. Yeah, the no. downtrodden Xers. Gen- like their parents did it to them. Society did it to them when they mm-hmm. were that young. Like that, that wasn't their fault.
1: You're a kid. No, you know, it's You don't not. know how to act. It's and- not you know well, you, look, you, don't, you don't have expectations when you're six years old about yeah. life when they get out of the college bubble though and they have to work for people who think like well we do we're all in agreement on this as far as them being pussies that's gonna wake them up when they're not able to take a me day on their fourth day at a new job <laughs>
2: yeah. oh the perfect example is a guy that I worked with who decided that he couldn't break his pride to tell his daughter who right now is not even a year old that he was a raker so he decided no, no, define could, what a raker is okay, please, now, ra- just Liz, so everybody me, knows okay I work in public works in, in, in a township here in New Jersey A raker is exactly what it sounds like You're outside and you're raking leaves Because you're picking them up Because right now we're doing leaf duty in the town We're picking up giant piles of leaves So he's going to be outside, he's going to be raking leaves So that the truck can come by and fucking pick these, li- these leaves up
1: And his pride wouldn't allow him to admit that to his daughter Or who's just, not, just who's be not, honest with his daughter Who's
2: not even old
1: enough to comprehend anything How old is she? She's like, she was like 9 months what the hell? But but So ideally he wouldn't be a raker by the time she was aware of Daddy yeah. Works.
3: <laughs> Daddy has to put foot on the table for you, but I can't tell you what I do for a living.
2: Yeah. I have nothing. I, if I'm still in this job by the time my daughter is old enough to go, Daddy, what do you do for your job? I'll tell her straight up. I drive a truck. I drive a gar. I'm a garbage man, or I'm a recycling man, or whatever I'm doing within the township at that time. I'll tell her because daddy's going to come home and help pay the bills and get you medical coverage. Because I'm a I- sanitation I- engineer. Get it right.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm that guy because I have to. Fucking <laughs> no, you're not going to inflate the title. I'm just fucking with. I'm I pick up you. shit.
3: I'm a recycling technician. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid.
2: But yeah, no, that was that was his reasoning. I couldn't. I yeah. couldn't bring myself to tell my daughter I'm a raker. But you're more proud of being a bus driver.
1: Yeah. Because oh, that was or, the second job. Or unemployed. Oh, yeah. I was going to say. Oh, he got another job. Why is
2: daddy on the couch all the time? Yeah. Let her ask that, she's <laughs>
3: too.
1: I like that daddy can drop me off and pick me up from school, but what does he do in between? Mm, yeah. <laughs> what happens when she starts asking questions like exactly. that? Exactly. So it's, it, it's this whole weird mental. And yeah, there's a part of me that says, well, don't blame the kids because they don't know any better. And yeah, I blame Generation X, the moody parents who were all just like, yeah, man, I'm not going to be like my parents in the 90s who were all bitchy, who have raised these entitled little shits. And given them participation trophies and coddled them and protected them from everything because they said, I'm not going to be like my parents. Well, guess what? You've created these little monsters and loosed them on all of us. Thanks. Yep. Um, by the way, speaking of colleges, I forgot about this one. Uh, Hampshire University took down the American flag as to not offend. Wh- Who? Whoever we- was offended by the American flag. Wait, That's right. Wait, a Ham- university. Hampshire. Not New Hampshire. Hampshire. I'm sorry. It's Hampshire College. My mistake. Which is in Massachusetts. Okay. Amherst, Massachusetts. uh Yeah, took down the American flag as to not offend people who were offended by the American flag who are not American. A college in America. No, but there's this there's this thing we do now too. Here we are putting on our grumpy old man pants again, uh, mm-hmm. as if we took them off. No, but we never wait, do. We never put suspenders back yeah. <laughs> on. <out of his laughs> absurd. Our Larry King suspenders are on. Here we go. Yes. Schenectady hello, right? Um, <laughs> <Ryan, why laughs> uh, or, or actually, we're, we're probably more in the line of um. Oh God, who is the guy on um? Sixty Minutes, Andy Rooney. Andy yeah. Rooney. Well, Andy Rudy. Rudy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like Mickey Rooney. No, he died. Hey, Andy Rooney. <laughs> 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 Old man, and that I can't remember anything. Um, No, but we're into punishing ourselves because we we compare everything that's wrong with America to a place that doesn't exist, where everybody's treated equally, everybody has everything everyone else does. It's like this utopia that doesn't actually exist anywhere. And it never will. We keep punishing ourselves for something like slavery, which we didn't invent in this country, and which is still going on in other parts of the world, but we continue to beat the drum. just like, yeah, we had slavery. And, and was also happening for thousands it. of years before the actual totally. slave trade. Yes! <sighs> for yes. fuck's sake. Yes. Nobody is current... Well, somebody is, but uh, overall, the overwhelming majority of the U.S. does not support slavery, but we keep kicking ourselves for how horrible we are as Americans. And now shit like this happens. Yeah. We're... A, a, college can't display the American flag because it offends people guilty of being it's, white it's crazy no it's not even white American it's, yeah. a, it's a cultural thing it's the not even white you're in it's not even white it's I mean you
3: every single advantage to get there it offends you don't put the flag it's, up. it's crazy
1: now look I drive as I said I drive Uber in Los Angeles and I drive people around who are there especially in Los Angeles you get a very fascinating yeah well you get a fascinating cross-section of humanity because not only do people move there and visit there from all over the country they move there and visit there from all over the world and let me tell you, the world likes America a lot. People still say, I hear it all the time. This is the greatest country in the world. This is the greatest country in the world where people can do it. I mean, uh, where I, we I can bitch about little things and not mm-hmm. be punished for it. Right. Yeah. You can openly criticize. We can criticize the president-elect. We'll criticize him when he's president, too. And, and we, we do aren't them, punished for it. I mean, yeah. as much as he says he's going to sue everybody, he's not. No. <laughs> he's, he's full of shit. But <laughs> still, i not like, going to uh, have that kind of time. As far as the perspective, I'm not saying that's everybody, but the people I interact with who come to visit here or who move here to live from other countries, they love it here. They, they don't feel, they're, they're still intrigued. They still see the lure of America. But those of us who were born here, continue, we, we continue to beat ourselves, flog ourselves for how horrible we are. And I don't understand where that's come from and why that's taken hold to the point where even at a college... I mean, again, there are colleges, thankfully, like in Chicago, where they are wise enough or, uh, I should say, uh, see through the bullshit. But speaking of babies, let's talk about... Actual babies? Bullshit. Or adult babies? Well, (laughs) adult babies. Adult babies? Specifically. specifically. I mean, actual babies, yeah, fuck them. No. Back in August, there was a fan who was trying to... I don't think it ever... uh, got legs, but was trying to sue Warner Brothers over lack of presence of the Joker in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Because from the advertising, they believed the Joker was going to play a more prominent role in the movie, and they wanted to sue because they were misled. (laughs) Andrew's standing up and covering his face. That's a fanboy. It's it's just a stupid fanboy. This didn't start in America, but I forget what country he was from, but regardless, felt was misled and tried to sue the studio. Because of the lack of a character.
2: Well, actually, in, in, inside the, the, the. When I watched the specials, it showed a lot more of the Joker yeah.
1: in them. So
2: I believe I was. Mis- Hold on, I need my asthma. Yeah,
1: because you wouldn't have the seen. The movie's not about you, the Joker. But. you wouldn't, yeah. As if they wouldn't have seen the movie anyway. Right. If the Joker wasn't in it, this same kid would have gone and seen Suicide. Fucking Squad. basement toilet. Right, if,
0: if they had told you beforehand that he was only going to be in it for seven or eight
1: minutes. Would, Would you, you go say, see oh, it? yeah, I'm not going. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, yeah. everybody was. Anyone yeah. who was interested in the movie was going to go anyway, regardless right. of the presence of the Joker. Because not like anyone knew who the Suicide Squad was prior to this movie. I mean, the movie going public anyway. Uh, Some I people sh- did, but they're, sure didn't. They're, they're in basement somewhere. But I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I get it. it. Always annoys me when there are scenes in trailers that don't make the final cut. It happens all the time. I mean, that's that the annoys thing. me. There are a bunch Favorite of shots movies of the year. Rogue One Rogue has one.
3: tons of scenes from the and, three trailers. And people in missed.
1: I got to be honest. I was disappointed when I saw Jason Bourne and that shot of him just. Knocking the guy on his ass that not in that first punch. Well, it's the a different It's a different a it's shot. It's a different story What shot. that movie was. Yeah, yeah. it really did. It's
3: a, I was deceived by a lie. It's like, no, you just kind of fell back into this whole story, didn't you? Yeah. Like, really? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. you just kind of came back to this because they there. found I mean, that again. whole thing with uh, the stuff in trailers
1: not ending up in the movie, can we make this illegal at this point? Well, I mean, I get it because trailers are cut so Let's far see. in advance of when the final cut. I mean, look, the one I can think of, and I don't know how close it is, I mean, there were rumored to be seven different cuts of Suicide Squad. So, no surprise. That yeah. were that were supposedly tested. I, I don't know how true that is, but it's been... People have written that. It's on the internet. Uh, so, I'm just going to take <laughs> our, our president a week out now from him being president. I'll just take his approach and t- people have written that. No, but really, I forget a variety of the Hollywood reporters. Somebody actually did did write about that. There were a bunch of different cuts tested. But her but, dwellers. Yeah. But I, I get that footage, that happens sometimes. But to try to mount a lawsuit against a studio because you felt they misled you... Uh, and listen. Speaking of entitled babies and overgrown manchildren, another asshole <laughs> started a petition to shut down Rotten Tomatoes because of the which babies. which happens to be a, as as it turns out also owned by Warner Brothers. They're under the, the Time Warner banner, I believe it is. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes is one of the their assets, uh, but in an unrelated way to shut down Rotten Tomatoes because their opinions don't agree. It, basically, the guys their opinions don't agree with mine. And like we said before, if your attitude doesn't agree with them, you are against them. Now, first of all, the big misnomer here is Rotten Tomatoes doesn't assign scores or give opinions. They're an aggregate. Yes. They take critics, positive and negative reviews, and average them out. Yes. They don't write reviews. Themselves, no. no. Right. They just collect them and average them out. That's it. If, If you like Batman v. Superman. Great. Great. If most people didn't, at least most critics didn't. I it think. shouldn't affect y- your opinion of the movie. No.
3: Listen, I said t- I said on the show, on your show, like I don't think it deserves a 29% or whatever it was, maybe like a 50-something, but that doesn't mean I'm going to shut the site down. Of course. Difference of opinion. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And These- they're just
0: offering a, a slate of
1: opinions it's like, yeah, hey, from other people in other what places. Here's saying,
3: but form your own opinion because we're in America. Well,
1: that's the thing. They do have the audience score. You can rate, if you like, that the audience score is... There's usually disparity between the critic scores and audience scores. On a lot of movies, particularly blockbuster movies, um, Although those those can be tweaked, as we saw with uh, this past summer's Ghostbusters movie, but regardless, with the amount of uh, of Venom, which we're not even going to cover here, (laughs) that was hurled at that movie, that's been talked about to death, and I don't want to pile on to that. I did a whole episode about uh, the new Ghostbusters movie on my show, but... I don't want to go into that again because it's all just stupid bullshit and again whiny cry babies who are just like this sucks I'm gonna start a petition now I realize there are probably some people who if they follow me for any length of time are saying hey you threw your weight behind an online petition to save that TV show selfie a huge difference between yeah, showing to... support for a show and showing that there's an audience for this sitcom and starting a petition to shut down somebody who disagrees with you there's a world it's, of difference there yeah Night and day. Yeah. Yeah. Showing support and trying to have Try someone to shut down or disagrees with you. its their jobs. It's a t- yeah, yeah. That's a totally different thing. So don't say like online petition. And, and they never end up doing anything. So I, I don't understand this impulse. I mean, everybody wants to start an online petition. Sometimes they're as a joke. But still, the fact that this is even a thought like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it together and we're going to shut this website down. Why?
2: Here's something for you. There, the whole change.org or anything, any petition you see that has to do with the White House. Or it needs like hundred thousand signatures, mm-hmm. or something like that. Do you understand what happens when he gets hundred thousand signatures?
1: It needs being be acknowledged by the White House, right?
2: That's all. Th- it's not going to fucking change anything, you twat. It's, it's not. A, they, someone in the office has to go. Huh? Hundred thousand people like this idea. Shredder.
1: Get over it, it. it. Will it will make it there? But it's probably not going to make it to the Much president's further. desk. No. Yeah. No. And, and there are thousands of those being launched every day. Oh these yeah. Stupid petitions. Oh, you just look and on there. Oh my god. To stop I get emails things. Ever, or,
3: yeah. I get emails from them because I did the Force for Change for Star Wars. And
1: mm-hmm. I guess they're
3: associated with them. Mm-hmm. I get a new thing every three days. Change.org. Right. I yeah.
2: got something on there because I signed.
1: There a few, I've, and I've signed a few of them, but they've all been in support of things. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not, not, to not to shut down a to website. bring things down. Right. Yeah. That is, we're, we're such babies. We I are. just don't understand. And these are, you know, people who are legally adults. Yeah, who yes. are doing this. Like, uh, it's not, yeah. yeah, we're just fighting against all Say, I don't know. That's why, again, I'm really at a loss for, I don't, we didn't used to talk about this stuff when we would recap the previous year's news. No. That's the weird thing. There's been a, we've hit a fork in the road culturally and we went the other way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know when it happened. I could say for uh, my own and, and your gratification that uh, it's a good thing we're back so we can call it out because mm-hmm. I think there need to be voices of dissent against, <laughs> who, who are against, against this This. Yeah. Wave of stupidity that's come across this country. Whether it's obsessing over these people who don't aren't matter. really asking for it, who don't matter, who you're not even going to remember next week anyway, and, uh, and also people j- trying to make stupid changes to things that are none of their business. Move on. And just don't invest too much in a fucking movie.
0: across the board. Yes, that's exactly what it is.
1: Anyway, uh, one one last thing for social justice. Back in the summer, Rose McGowan, actress Rose oh, McGowan. Fucking Christ. <laughs>
0: This one really burns my
1: biscuits. Yes. Got um, mad at the X-Men billboard uh, promoting X-Men Apocalypse, which had Apocalypse holding up Mystique, played by Jennifer Lawrence, by the neck. Okay. Saying that it promoted violence against women. Here's her quote. Not
0: even violence, but casual violence. Yes.
1: Here's the quote. There's a major problem when the men and women at 20th Century Fox think casual violence against women is the way to market a film. There is no context in the ad, just a woman getting strangled. The fact that no one flagged this is offensive and, frankly, stupid.
3: Rose, I know nobody puts you
0: in movies anymore. <laughs> and but there's it, your fucking big, answer. Yeah, but right. Big blockbusters have action seen, scenes. If yeah. you've seen the billboard, there's nothing casual about it. Fucking apocalypse
1: is pissed. His name is apocalypse. His yeah. name is apocalypse. He, He's a super villain. If he was choking a, a male character, would it register? Like, it's not violence against women. I mean, the reason is Jennifer Lawrence is because Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence is hot right now, and she's, a, right. and she's
2: got a major role in the film. She does yeah. and because I, she's hot right
1: now.
0: <laughs> at the time so, of this recording, I have not seen the movie. Yet. I haven't really? either. Um, but from what I heard. In oh, the scene could. right before he was holding her up by the neck, he, she had attempted to slit his throat
1: or yeah, had she slit his throat or something like that. And if
0: she did that to me, I'd choke a well, bitch too.
1: I don't know that if I'm looking at the billboard, do I? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> it's a movie
0: billboard. <laughs> it's a, yeah, Exactly. There's, it's a billboard. There's nothing casual about that scene. Nobody looks no. at that billboard and says, "Oh man, this is this is just." It's like, right, oh right? shit, this wait, is wait, just I, your ass. people
1: fighting. I could choke my girlfriend. This is awesome. Yeah. Look, that billboard says it's okay.
0: Yeah, that's just like Thursday night to me. You know, that's a, well,
1: that's my problem. Does every? I mean, th- there are always there's always going to be a percentage of people who yes are that stupid, but they're in the vast minority. Why do we need to treat everybody like they're stupid? But it was the opposite. I mean, there way are a lot of stupid of her, people. Of we've of we've been pointing kicking
3: them out kicking apocalypse in the face or whatever. No, there were, no
1: there men, would be no yeah, problem with yeah. violence against uh, men of color because yeah. he's gray Those or men blue of color. or whatever the fuck yeah. he is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what color he is. I haven't seen the movie, but he looks gray in the billboard. It's, it's astounding. There was another thing, too. I don't think she was associated with this one, but I know there was another story because Quentin Tarantino, there was a casting call for something. He's It's probably not one of his movies as far as I know he's not working on a movie, but it's probably something with his name on it. So, once again, clickbait. It gets attention. The role that was being cast was described as a whore, okay. and there was a problem with that. Now, <laughs> first of all, to go after Quentin Tarantino, who has been applauded, as far as I remember, for having strong females in his movies, in as leads right. in the movies, whether it's The Bride and Kill Bill or Jackie Brown. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he doesn't shy away. It's not always the the, the white male, the straight white male, who is the right, hero and hero hero every everything. Yeah, right. it's not. Not at all. Yes, it is associated with gender, although men are called whores, too, if we're being honest, and they yes. probably always have been. But... It's it's a it's a caricature that they're looking for. They're looking for a certain character who's a whore character. If it was the 1800. if it's a western, it's, it's a whore. An actual whore. Yes, it's a whore. That's exactly what the character. Yeah. So having that in the description, it doesn't show sexism. That's the character. It's it's not a slur, but everybody. That's what I mean. Everybody used to pile on and act like, oh, this is oh insane. God, I can't it's... believe saying, they're using the word whore to describe this character. What if the character is? I mean, come on, listen. Some people are whores. Yeah. Yes. And they've always existed. This is a reality. Some people Look, are whores. We've, everyone here here's seen Liar Liar, right? Yes. yes. Okay. The scene in the elevator yes. where he's telling the truth and there's the, the hot chick there. Yeah. And yeah. it's, uh, you know, everyone's really nice to me. Well, it's because he got nice jugs. Yeah. I'm sure the casting I mean, call are involved. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well-endowed woman. Yeah. yeah. A, a woman who was a little chesty and who was highly attractive. <laughs> that was Krista Allen. She's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! But like, of course, that was the character because that's that's the joke in relation to what's going on in the movie, and because the dialogue is because you got big chugs. I mean, your boobs are huge. I mean, then yeah, that's that's the point. That's because that's the character they're looking for because of how it plays in the movie. And if it's, if it's for just a joke, so what? Some chick who's getting cast as a whore is getting a some woman who's getting cast. as a whore. I I say chick is just it's it's a complimentary thing. broad. Trust me, just just say broad. some some Day. female is getting a payday oh, for playing a character. Oh, I can't. No, you're not allowed to say okay, that well, anymore. Okay, well, some you can't refer not to the women right as, some, some as pronouns. females. Some
4: pronouns.
1: <laughs> <laughs> some human is getting cast. That's, hey, that's offensive on, to Android Facebook all
0: day long. <laughs> when uh, someone refers to women as females, and there's always some female who's like, "I can't believe you just said female." We've all gone fucking
1: nuts. We've we've gone really I don't completely know. nuts. I'm, I'm all done with the social justice stories, but yeah. I don't have a a, a lighter them. note to go out on. But no, no, I, it's and- but really there, we didn't we didn't used to talk about all this. This this didn't dominate the headlines. These types of stories, no, in past years when we've done the show. I mean, again, the last uh, yearly recap we did was recapping 2013, and I don't remember stories like this. I remember the stories kind of being lighter and being.
3: There was some. Funnier, bullshit, I mean there were
0: nothing. some things we could probably find but, funnier stuff if we wanted to and keep it all lighthearted we could but this stupid story this
1: seems to be the the late motif of, of maybe it's just 2016 let's hope so let's yeah. hope the fucking wretched year is just behind us and that this year brings better things but uh, again culturally I'm really just I'm I'm dumbfounded by the way things are and how everybody's just immediately gets defensive about everything and takes everything so fucking personally it's so strange yeah it's so strange and so insanely narcissistic.
2: Everybody, go get a joint. Start smoking. Yeah. The hey, fuck hey
1: there's something good. California legalized weed for personal uh, use. Seven,
2: Woo! Five or seven more states did. Well, there's a couple states that there legalized were a bunch of them
1: that did. I, but I live in California, not that I would be utilizing weed. But it made for great jokes after the election, like, "Hey, good thing weed's legal. Now we're going to yeah. need it." <laughs> <laughs> no, well, so there's that. Yeah. But the war on drugs continues. So I guess that's yeah. I just put a damper on it again. The war on drugs should start the pharmacy, but that's another discussion Uh, for another day. (laughs) The feudal war on drugs. But pot's legal, so uh, in a bunch of places there's that. Yeah, there's there's surplus. The data's come in for that. There's in Colorado and Washington. Even
2: even here in New Jersey, we had three representatives go to Colorado to look at the numbers and see how it's Now, it is legal in New Jersey for medicinal use. For medicinal use, use. and it's incredibly hard to get, just like everything else in New Jersey. Has it ever
1: come up for a vote here for personal use?
2: Yeah, and Christy vetoed it. I think first Has when, it ever gone
1: to the public Like the public Been able to vote you. on you No the public. Okay no, That's, public. that's no, no, no. what I'm wondering No
2: no no uh, And I think that's That was my joke My uh, my thought process When um, When Christie goes out Or whoever Follows him Comes in Because I, like Christie's rating right now Is the lowest In um, Yeah I think it's
1: like Minus 11% approval Or something It's, 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 it's actually, crazy. It's, actually <laughs> it's actually
2: like 15% or something like that It's, it's incredibly I low I believe it Shit but my thing was is his final note, either him or Obama, um, his final thing going leaving office will be to legalize it so people remember a good thing about him as his last act. That would That's be awesome. not a bad idea. Yeah. No, it's, it's not a bad It'd be idea. It would be better if Obama did it because then it's nationwide and they completely eradicate a federal law banning this. And like I said on other podcast, on other podcasts, other shows, everywhere, it should be you know taxed, legalized, and fucking treated as if it was alcohol.
1: I agree, and yeah. I have no intention yeah. of using it, yeah. but I fully agree. As we talked about on this show back in 2014, yeah. that yeah. should be legal. Thankfully, gay marriage is legal. You know, as of now, like, but <laughs> it,
2: it, it, we did have three representatives go over to Colorado to look at the numbers to see what it's actually done. If you've paid attention, it, they're in a fucking surplus right now. So much money went to schools and all kinds of public stuff. Yes. They, 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 they don't even have a fucking debt anymore in Colorado. They taxed the fuck out of it. It's like twenty five percent. And Girl Scout cookie sales went up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody wins. <laughs> yeah. So it's
1: it's it's silly. It's silly that this still goes on. It totally is. Well. We say smoke if you got them. Exactly. If, if you want it, to. Go for it. Roll it if, up, if you don't have them, go get them and smoke them. Yeah. <laughs> go get them.
2: Roll one up, smoke one for me, because I legally can't do it What right I'm now. saying
1: is come to California.
2: <laughs> and find out where I am. Reach out to me. The grass Chris is o always on green. On <laughs> yeah, the grass is green. Yeah. And so is the other grass. Not anymore, because there's a drought. Because <laughs> there's a
1: drought.
0: Oh, sorry. We need a fact check here. Damn it. I'm just, I'm just bringing everybody down. Yeah, yeah, shut up, Chris. I have to ruin everything. Just end the show Let's <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. God. On that downer note
1: i'm andrew this is jack and this is ryan and this is chris and this is the only podcast that matters